Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Yeah. Yeah. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levins. My name is Angus. And my name is Alexi Toliopoulos. <laughs> I, I mean, of course, we are the trio of hosts that have hosted this podcast since the beginning. And yeah. finally, I've got my mic working again. <laughs> Thank goodness. This is some real, uh, I think it was, what, end of Buffy season four when they just said <laughs> she had a sister the whole time. You guys watch Buffy? Didn't nah, that, brother. No, that was introduced Buffy. pretty well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. It was just like, it was a, it was a plot point too. It was like... It was a demon that, that had entered their minds and like reset history to make everyone think there was she wasn't really a sister, but they were just like, "Hey, it's your sister, so and so," and like it's a pretty, it's a Twilight Zone ending like episode. It's it's very cool. So Are you not, okay? You spiraling right now? Yeah, so, Joss Whedon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Angus is like, yeah. He gaslit what? me on Twitter. <laughs> just, I, no, don't know, not, I don't know what to do. Not only do we have a, an unannounced like permanent host, it's also a Buffy podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we straight up a uh, Hey Fam is straight up. You guys are doing a new thing. We're rebooting, just doing Whedon verse, <laughs> literally. So phase oh, one of yeah, Marvel man. movies and all of his TV shows, but I'm going to be really um, focusing on Dollhouse, those eight episodes. Yeah. Every, Welcome ev- to the pod house, baby. That's it. <laughs> it's called We Don't, We Don. <laughs> we do. We do, we don't. Yes, we don't. Yeah, yes, we don't. <laughs> and it's... um. I mean, you're looking right now at your phone or whatever you listen to this on. You'll see the artwork is the the famous Obama hope, but just with Whedon saying don't. <laughs> His big orange head. Yeah. Um, hey, what's up, everybody? This is Hey Fam, and we have a special guest that was today. so, uh, like... Casual. <laughs> oh, no, thank you so hey, what's much. What's up, everybody? It's just us. <laughs> uh, this, hey, fam, we have a special guest with us. Hey, guys, week. it's Angus here, and I'm just going to let you know that there's a special guest. Hey, today. hey, hey, can I get real for a moment? <laughs> yeah. We've got a special guest with us today, Angus. Guys, guys, keep it down a minute. Levin's got, trying to, Levin's got something to say. <laughs> His name's Alexi Toliopoulos. Yeah. This is the 75th time he's been a guest on this podcast. I'd I would say, say, like, about that. reigning champ of special <laughs> guest. It's between him. And yeah, just him. I think like it's only it's only him. I we would got rid of love guests. to get between those two. Boys. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. I, I have a feeling that uh, we might be seeing more of you now because of uh, your podcast has changed, and we might be an outlet for you to scratch a niche. I think so. I want to scratch my itch badly. <laughs> That's why I'm here today. Uh, Alexi's totally up. Sorry, Alexi's totally up on a podcast. <laughs> I tried to com- combine oh, Polly Polly Upper Cast. Polly Upper Cast. Um, it's Polly Upper Cast. Whoa, I'm polyamorous. <laughs> Alexi polyamorous. <laughs> uh, you, you will know Alexi from uh, the Blank Slate Movie Podcast mm-hmm. and Mike Check and both of them, those podcasts. 
is dead. Well, Mike Check, we're still it's going. Dead. We're going occasional he's, with he's Mike He's come on check. out to announce that both are dead. Wow. I'm not he's, announcing he's, that. Okay. I am wow. announcing that Blank Slow Movie Podcast has been retired, not unlike a replicant itself. Yeah, it's a been good retired. film reference. <laughs> so, yes, I am film literate. I'm film work, baby. So, we have retired that podcast. We are rebooting it very soon mm. as Total Reboot, a podcast all about remakes, reboots, and rip-offs. Ripoffs? Are you, are you okay? <laughs> you just you just freaked me out when you took that. Tell me about the ripoffs. I'm good. I'm like oh, okay. I'm, I'm like I've, I've established that you're very loud. So oh, okay. I can don't, don't, don't do need headphones anymore. <laughs> like ripoffs, movies. Perhaps a ripoff could be a movie like Loser, starring Jason Biggs, sure, which is American a direct Empire. ripoff of The Apartment from 1960, the Billy oh. Wilder film. I thought exact you meant like those plot. weird like um like Chinese yeah. market Pixar movies or like those no, th- no, like no. there's um Atlantic Rim which came out like a week after Pacific Rim like straight to streaming and stuff. Well, like, maybe we'll do one or like ants that, and a bug's life. Do. Yeah, yeah, twin films. Uh, we'll do some stuff like that. Volcano Armageddon and, Dan- and Deep Impact. Armaged- Volcano uh, and Dante's Peak. That's one I was we'll probably say. leave all those ones, but um, you know, one that we want to do Wars, that Star we're Trek. looking forward to. <laughs> 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 one that we were going to do is um, uh, have you ever heard of a movie called My Blue Heaven? Yes. So it's a movie that stars Steve Martin and Rick Moranis. And Steve Martin plays like a typical New Jersey style gangster who goes into witness protection. And the movie is direct is written by Nora Ephron, who is like obviously one of the great female uh, romantic comedy directors, great comedy writer and directors ever. And she was at the time married to Nicholas Pileggi, who was the writer of the novel of the book Wise Guy, which she also wrote the screenplay. Goodfellas oh, and yeah, it's based right. on the same source material and they came out one month from oh, away wow. from each other Who, so we're going to do weird stuff like that we can kind of like explore little sections of cinema and, and kind of look Ray at text Liotto and character, time right? finally a Ray podcast wow. where, where dudes can talk about Goodfellas that's my dream come <laughs> true honestly get a few mates couple of sausages put your best suits on <laughs> put them on <laughs> get the razors so you can cut the garlic real fine have at least one Italian fine. guy Just in the room liquefies so in the oil <laughs> have one Italian in the room so it's not racist yeah no nah, bro we honestly just a couple of goombas talking about the gambinos <laughs> little little thing that you guys aren't picking up right now we're all playing cards in, yeah. in the back of like a deli right yeah, yeah man but only for this moment Is that, yeah now okay. that's the finish of good feelers bit we're gonna go do something else <laughs> okay hell yeah brother <laughs> you recently wrapped up uh blank slate with a with a terrific episode cl- uh, close to two hours i can't believe we're doing free press for that podcast oh, oh it was guys, good thanks so much uh, Appreciate it's it. a good episode but great episode of you guys going through your um films of uh what, every what, film you guys birth? have made i've noticed yes. <laughs> well no no i noticed you didn't get to say uh did you say the movies where he he was born as well? You waited for him to. I gave. I gave. I chucked in a couple. Yeah, yeah, that's brief. right. I, was, I didn't earn them. I hadn't been alive for those. Well, you're a twinkle in like your parents' eyes. I so was maybe... twinkle my papa's dinkle, baby, back in those days. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Alexi and Cam picked uh, their favorite movie for every year that they were that they've been alive. And the reason why we have you here is Levens and I are actually just going to do that tonight. We're copying it, and it goes <laughs> for two hours, and it starts now. No, yeah. no, I thought we'd just we'd just like um, go through your list and say where you were wrong. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, because I find my, uh, there would be years where I was like, "Man, Cam's my guy." Cam, I, really? I, I pick, and then and then I'm like, "Man, fuck Cam." Well, yeah. Alexi's. Man. I'm Alexi. He he knows the no, 90s. Like the A lot of people don't know Cam and I. Not only are we best friends, we're famous rivals. So <laughs> I love getting the boys on my side. I um I, I appreciated the fact that much many of your choices, especially the earlier ones, were uh it's easy to stray and look into a. 
like a list of the best mm. movies that year or the best whatever. But there was, you know, like I was, when you guys got to the 89 or 88, I was like, mm. it's got to be Roger Rabbit, got to be Roger yeah. And I was like, thank God. Like, I mean, yeah. that's actually, a cl- that is a movie that was super acclaimed. But I did like hearing, you know, like Primer and stuff like that, which people like will not remember mm. it. Okay, to can Pixar, I don't know where you're sitting. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, you weren't born in one. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I can't believe you guys chose American Pie. <laughs> Well, that was only me. I chose American Pie. I think American Pie is one of the funniest movies ever made. It has the best script I've ever read. It has I've read the, it three times. It also has the best year. movie with Blink-182 in it. Oh, for when sure. They're watching him masturbate on the internet. It's the best right. movie where someone fucks a pie, dude, as well. I guess, so I guess you've got a point there. That's worthy of the canon alone. Do they fuck a pie in the sequel? No, nah, bro. So the squeakle, sorry? Uh, the squeakle. In the, out of the chipmunks, the squeakle. Unfortunately, no one fucks pie. Pie fucks them. I think yeah. it's like all sequels, you kind of, you know, go... Alvin! <laughs> Jason Lee's hammering a pie and the chipmunks are inside it. Or something like that. Good on Jason Lee and um, David Cross. David Cross. Just doing those Getting movies. their freaking holiday homes. Um, so you can go listen to the Blank Slate Movie Podcast. Mm-hmm. But it will become total reboot. Yes, so we're going to use some the point same in the future. Feed. In about March, we will be releasing the new podcast. Exciting stuff! That's unbelievable. And of what course, what movies can we expect to see? Jumanji, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. We're going to do two Jumanji Raider the animated series. Out. You're going to play the I game. Did, Jumanji. I did briefly talk about Jumanji the animated series because that's right. I, I had the that shit. The beauty, um, Robin Williams in it, didn't um, it? Zathura. Zathura, we, we do not. Uh, we refuse not? to talk about Zathura. It's a spiritual. You, you already. We refuse you need to a, talk about Zathura. You need to straighten out your rules. I think Zathura, a space tale. No, thank you. It what kind a, of Jumanji fan podcast is this? I'm sorry, man. Zathura. This is we some real fake news shit. We do not recognize the continent of Zathura. <laughs> it's a real, uh, you know, it's a real link to the Jumanji film. Same author, right? Sorry, John Favreau. Yes, yeah, same author. John but Favreau. I think Johnny Favs. Who plays the spaceman? Dax Shepard. Yeah, Dax Shepard's the spaceman. I'll talk about it on this podcast. I refuse to talk about it on Total Reboot. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's actually agree? pretty sick. Yeah, yeah I actually <laughs> like it. Um, but we got Alexi in uh, to talk about. Uh, Black Panther, a little movie that came out mm. just last week. Um, Alexi and I actually got to see it together at 10 a.m. so many Friday mornings ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, saw it was like ages a ago month now. ago almost. And we got to put our like our, our phones in those weird pouches. That I refuse to do that. Mm. Really? Yeah, I went to um, the Rogue One premiere where there was like the, the famous one, but we, which we've spoken about a lot. With oh, the, where, uh, I, where I got free calipos and we got, kung fu. Yeah, yeah. there was parkour and calipos, but. Um, my two favorite things in the my uh, two favorite the, Star Wars canon yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Ent- entries in the canon, but they took my girlfriend's phone and put it. Though, it was a pouch that had like you know those things that they stick on shirts, which uh, was squirt ink or some shit when you leave. Oh, like yeah, so that was on the pouch. It was mini versions of that. And when she got a phone back, the screen was all scratched because it yeah. obviously not accounted for the fact that it's and it was like a pretty new phone and i was livid i was like you've got to go tell them and she's like oh it's okay like i worked in an apple store years ago like i've seen so many phones i'm kind of desensitized to it but i'm like no 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 like do not do that so i like refuse i'm just like i don't have a phone and they they can't search you she breaks her arm and she's like no no it's fine i've seen so many seriously i was like go complain (laughs) they're right there and i was getting so angry i was like let's take a photo of them and send it to their boss like they scratched your new phone i was livid but uh, don't do it, anyone listening right now. It's your right. You don't mm. actually have to turn your phone over. I haven't looked into that at all. It's probably not true, but <laughs> you can... Ref- it's like, you know, no one can take your property. They might refuse your entry. 
Absolutely, but you've got your phone. And I am glad that I was not refused entry when we saw Black Panther. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it later in the episode. But first, getting back to those lists, last week on HeyFam, mm-hmm. Angus Truscott and Andrew Levins. Yep. Us. We, we rated... Oh, yeah. You rated ranked, P- ranked and rated our PTAs. Right. Yeah. You mentioned Paul, Alexi might yeah, I did. have uh, done something similar. Paul I like Thomas that we Anderson's. listen to each other's podcast, obviously, and pretend we're in it and then come up with our own. <laughs> yeah. It's like, while you guys were doing the years, I was doing that. I think as soon as Levens told me you were doing that, I just immediately wrote one and sent it to him. <laughs> yeah, you away. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like within two minutes. Less. Uh, it was so what fast. What was our list? Ours was kind of similar towards the end. Kind of similar in general. We both, our number one and two were There Will Be Blood. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and uh, punch drunk love at number two. Beautiful. No, mine movies. wasn't number two. I think you had the master at number three. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, mine was master at number three. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had the mask. <laughs> I put the mask Smoking. on. <laughs> it's actually what was the joke we used last week, which we can use again. It was the Paul W S. We actually did Paul W S. Uh, Anderson. Yeah, yeah. You use that joke. Yeah. Well, I'm, it was a I'm good joke. It. Honestly, I, Paul W S. Three Musketeers, freaking rocks, dude. Resident Evil Kings. Carlos the King one. One. <laughs> He has a king for that, like, I think, like, Ben. Who's that? Sting? Rod Stewart? No, no, I've got no memory. They did the the, the awful one song for the Three Musketeers. Do you remember that? Brian Adams? Brian Adams, yep, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it was Brian Adams. I was trying to find my list, but I guess. You've got a copy of it, haven't you? Of the Brian Adams song. Of the (laughs) Brian Adams song, here it is. (laughs) If it's love you take. (laughs) And but you know what's funny? Was it are they the same guys that did the um the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves song? No, what was that song? Uh <laughs> I love that we do heaps of the research for this show. Fuck it. Oh, um, I found it to you. I sent you in a text, not a Facebook message. What was yeah. the Prince of Thieves song? Hang on. The la- yeah, you look that up. I'm, I'm going to tell everyone what the last thing that Alexi texted me was. He said, "Hey, can I just say I love film?" But he spelled it F dot I dot L dot M. And then he spelt it out, fuck, I love movies. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, fuck, I love movies. Everything I do, I do it for you. Oh, you know um, Do you want me to give my quick little uh, Paul Thomas Anderson list? Please. I want to hear it from eight downwards. From from the bottom to the top? Yeah, I want number one. I've actually one. never seen Hard Eight. That's the only one I've I watched it uh, eight hours before we recorded. Yeah. Like, I was watching it. That I've was never my seen least, it. That was my least favorite. So then I go Magnolia. I was the same. Then I go Inherent Vice, Phantom Thread, kind of tired. I think I was the same. You put Phantom Thread a bit higher, higher I think. I put oh, Phantom yeah. Thread a bit higher, put Inherent Vice there. But to me, like, just my little qualify for saying this, these are all five-star movies in my opinion. So Especially Heart 8, which you've yeah, never seen. I've never seen Heart 8. Also, maybe Magnolia's only a four. Inherent Vice, Phantom Thread, I love both of those movies. Punch Drunk Love, Boogie Nights, There Would Blood on the top. But where's The Master? The Master, I forgot. My, <laughs> master, Another five-star movie. I put you... The Master... Between um, Punch Drunk Love and Phantom. I'll go Phantom Thread in Heron Vice. Also, Phantom Thread is above Phantom it? Phantom Thread, I just, the more I think about it, the more I love it. I'm going to put Phantom Thread ahead of The Master. Because I think The Master and Phantom Thread are actually quite similar movies. Mm, and I, I think, think so. Phantom well, like Thread I said a... too, I found almost a trilogy uh, if you take out Inherent Vice. Yeah, yeah. Like mm. about power play with There Will Be Blood, Master and... Um, and I just think Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread is such a cool, weird little movie that I just can't even so imagine where this guy even got the idea for this film. Do you know from. what it reminds and me of? And that's why I think I love it. It's got like a little special place for me where it just keeps going higher and higher up the list. This is such a basic, might be number one, baby. Who knows? Such a basic comparison, not comparison, but it reminds me of like super late, uh, super late, late Stanley mm. Kubrick. Just yeah, like I can a see weird that. story that could be like 
maybe like now Eyes Wide Shut's kind mm. of like based off a short novella and it yeah. becomes this sprawling kind of fever dream of a yeah. movie. Kind of, of horniness. Remi- of, yeah, extreme horniness. It kind of reminded me of that. Where yeah. There was this little idea and it wasn't really a A to B to C mm. like plot, but it, it was just kind of an obvious idea. Uh, yeah, I, I I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was laughing all the way through as well. I found it's, it I think it's a terribly funny. funny movie, terrifically funny. I think <laughs> it's a tinker's curse. What you think? I think it's very funny. Super horny food ordering as well. Yeah, I thought it was great, and I keep thinking about it. Have you guys ever seen the movie uh, Rebecca, the Alfred Hitchcock film? No. It's the only film of his that ever won the Best Picture Oscar from 1940. Yeah, wow. I think that's very similar. I have that's the, the um, Al- I Alfred Hitch- Albert Hitchcock. Wait, Albert Hitchcock. Albert Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Bill Cosby and Albert. The, the Blu-ray collection, and I have not watched one of them. Oh man, you it's got like to dive every in. one of his films. But at least I you own the Blu-ray. Re- yeah. I think Rebecca. I'm not sure if it's in that box set, but it's one well worth checking out because it's not one of his most famous films, but I think it's one of his most elegant films with some great characters and some great acting in it. And that's what I think is. If you love Phantom Thread, I think it's a great like text in time to kind of see where some influence came from and. Albert Hitchcock's wife's name was Alma, so I think there's oh, like wow. a direct yeah. link to and that. And like, film. there's nothing like getting home and popping on a new Hitchcock joint, you know? It's mm. just another man. Alfred Hitchcock joint. Bonk to that shit, man! Put on some Hitch. Have you got a? Fa- I know you're you're an avid Blu-ray collector. Yep. Well, have you got a favorite? You know, like the big box sets with all the directors. Oh you know, yeah. What's your favorite collection? Oh shit, dude! Because I just got the Hal Miyazaki one. Which I got the Miyazaki one. Yep. Yeah, I got, I got it there. I got. Um, I think my favorite at the moment. Ah, shit, dude. Pfft, just kill me. I can't choose. Like, you would have, what, eight? I've got, like, 20. <laughs> okay. I've got so many. <laughs> I think, at the moment, the one that I'm really enjoying is I bought a Jacques Demy box set from Criterion. Mm. So, I'm kind of making my way slowly through that. Um, he did a wonderful movie called Umbrella of Sherberg, which um, is, like, this beautiful musical. Uh, all about, I think it's one of the most pure movies about love. And it's really great. And he was married to the wonderful director, Agnes Farada who is another one of my favorite box sets, the Agnes <laughs> Smarto box set from Criterion Collection. Uh, mine's the Jackass box set. Because <laughs> you get 3.5. Yeah, and it's just like more Bam Majira, baby. And it's oh, like... Man, I miss Bam. He's good now, apparently. <laughs> he's He always was evil, but now he's good. He's good now, I think. He's not like suicidal. It's pretty mad when like in the Jackass movies, they just show like the full shit. Like the poop. It's just a full yeah. shit. Yeah, well, Jackass is awesome. Total man. Reboot. I was like, you're going to do like a Buster Keaton movie and then do like Jackass? <laughs> well, maybe not because I don't know if there's a direct. Yeah. There's a, it didn't do Jackass minus 1.3. Yeah, he did. So. I reckon it's like, this, that's like total spirit maybe. Look, I haven't seen the rules. You, I, yeah. I would love to know. Them. But to me, <laughs> well, they're we're like... still figuring it out. It is still in its embryonic state, so... If you want to bust that embryonic fluid out with us, we can check out a jackass film I can, compared yeah. to Buster Keaton. <laughs> I, I would love to watch that trilogy in one here. Yeah, my man. Like, it's Did you say my man? Well, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think the jackass trilogy is one of the best cinematic oh, trilogies. It's, it's, it's pure and it entertainment. Says so much about like about masculinity because it starts out like these like dumb dudes. By the end of the, these old farts trying to like recapture their youth, and I yeah. think it's just like it's got one of the best series mm. arcs for a documentary series. It's ever. like Boyhood before Boyhood came out. It's like oh, in man. real time these guys age <laughs> yeah. and they just hurt each That's other. That's the reboot. That's the reboot. Jackass into Boyhood. Some Jack of them died along the way, like the you know, and by the end of it, they're just looking haggard as all hell. Yeah, but they're fun movies. I think they're like they're pure cinema as well. Like it's just pure physical yeah, comedy. Pure shit. 
they use the avatar <laughs> the avatar cameras to yes. film the last one. It's amazing with the three D shit. Yes, yeah. I, 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 I wish I saw it at the movies, and but, and I because I have a three D TV, so I was like, I'll be sweet. I'll just yeah. buy the three D Blu Ray. They didn't put out a three D really. Blu-ray. They, they put out a regular DVD with the shitty blue and red oh. old three D glasses. Yeah, shit, man. You want Ben Majira's like? I want to see those shits coming at my face. Yeah. Oh, you man. want that Don Vito, rest in peace. Yeah. I wish you could have invested in this, man. <laughs> Did you guys ever go deep on the like the Bam series and? Like... I only watched Viva La Bam and the Don Vito series. Only, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. two, only two I only series. watched that Wild Boy. Yeah, so... Camp Kill Yourself. Yeah, um, it was pretty dire. Like when you think about it, like I remember watching some of uh, Viva La Bam, not out of like choice. Not that I'm not. What was but... his like stepdad Phil? Yeah, who's yeah. like a pedophile. Oh, cool. Yeah, he was like a com- arrested. The, for... I thought that was his real dad. No, it was his uncle or something. He was arrested. I think he's in oh, prison. Okay. Pretty sure he was um, jacking ass or something like Damn. literally a little too much. But that was so weird. They, they would have in... a dark history, those boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like that show was so depressing. It was like Bam and his trophy mm. wife living with like his whole family and like him having tantrums and skating in the back. Yeah. It was so weird. It was such a like that sad... that era of um, MTV of, 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 of MTV and also just reality TV and and what reality TV is now. Like you mm. know, like, you you don't get Keeping Up with the Kardashians without getting that bizarre oh, era yeah. of reality TV yeah. first. Um, but it- it's funny. The other day I was telling a friend, like one of my favorite things to do at the moment is type in somebody who I've like, oh, I haven't thought about that person for 10 years and type in MTV Croups and see if there's an episode. <laughs> and I found one so for, for Newfound Glory, this terrible <laughs> pop punk band. Yeah. And it's literally like they're squatting. They're like, hey, welcome to our house. And they have this like tiny television <laughs> and one couch in this huge living room. Oh my and all gosh. they have is like a PlayStation 2 and a GameCube. And they just keep going, we've got every game. We got, And they keep doing like zooms. Oh my on, God. And they all live together. We got and every game. Eternal Darkness, <laughs> Def Jam. Mario Sunshine. <laughs> it was like, it, it's, it's amazing product of its time. And it just looks wow. like a Lego land house. And all it has is like... Moderate television and two consoles, and they're, they're living like they're like Jesus. the Beatles. tube. Someone TV. launch a, a reality TV show with Angus could rate my TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I once pitched an article at work of just like reviewing cell phones across the years in um like music videos, like, oh, and like yeah. if they were still yeah, and obviously it didn't work, but you know you got to focus in on something. Yeah, I mean. As a as a big fan of rap, there have been like entire songs with choruses dedicated mm. to now defunct mobile phone technology. Totally, and like, <laughs> like you know, there was an album you sent me today, and the opening. Oh no, another album I was listening to. Sorry, a Chinese hip hop album. And the first track's called WhatsApp, and it starts with like the WhatsApp message sound, and I'm like, <laughs> well, that's dated already. Yeah. Like, there, <laughs> there was a song a while ago. Um, and it was like, come on, hit me on that next tell chirp. Like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next chirp thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and even like, you know, like that, all the songs about beepers. Oh, There's yeah. so many songs about beepers. Hit that, me like, on my like pager. Like Razor <laughs> and slide phones. Remember yeah. those kick, side kicks where you'd hit a button and be like, I never used, I don't think they took off over here as much as they did in like. My favorite Dr. Dre song is Hello, Moto. <laughs> <laughs> even at 36 Mafia had a song called Two Way Freak. Oh, And wow. it's like, like she's a two way freak, a oh, two way wow. freak. And it's like, don't you really hate it when a chick be two waying you? And it's like about, I guess, a way you used to use a phone. Like have Whoa. three people on the phone? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Real weird But maybe a metaphor for cheating One of you? the best film clips ever Look up 3-6 Mafia Two-way freak so Pause the podcast now and do that I was talking to Alexi pause a couple, okay. oh. I'm going to pause it Listen to the Academy Award winners 3-6 Mafia Yeah They won uh, an Oscar like Hustle what? and Flow it, baby uh, The song It's hard out here for a pimp Arguably their worst song <laughs>
but also like great that they won. Hey, speaking of hip hop soundtracks, segue. That's good. A little a little movie came out. Oh yeah, yeah. last week mm-hmm. uh, that has a hip hop soundtrack. Number one movie in the world. Number one album in the world. Uh, wow, that's crazy. It's kind of like I think the last people to do that was like the Beatles, maybe. <laughs> Help the Black Beatles. The Black Beatles. Um, Black Panther is the name of the latest <laughs> MCU movie. It is the 18th movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Wow. Can I just say that I had a I got chills then. It was the first time one of us has bothered to research something. I, I read it today because I, I I've been obsessed with um just like wanting this movie to just destroy everybody at the box office. Yeah. It broke so many fucking records. It beat its just, this weekend. is my favorite story. Yes, it it yes. beat Justice League's entire taking in three days. Really? And that yeah. includes like... Domestic or Domestically. Domestic. Domestic. Yeah. No way. But that's pretty crazy. That's crazy. That's so exciting. Mm. It's it like, just <clears throat> what... It did like 241... Hundred million, yeah. Because I know it's a t- in four the, days. Oh, it its record as well is um, it is the fifth biggest weekend in mm. North America after was- Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Jurassic, Jurassic World, World, and Avengers. Avengers. Was it like two hundred million in America spent on pre-sale tickets alone? Like, yeah, pre. It's done. It's now already done better than like if you go day by day. It's mm. done. It's done better than. Um, Last Jedi now as well. Really? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Because Last Jedi had a pretty significant drop off in the second weekend, and yeah. they're predicting that this is going to have like one of the smallest drop offs. It was weird. It was like, uh, I think it the was same good. week Last Jedi had a drop off, Reddit had a really big week. What did? Reddit. Reddit, yeah. <laughs> it was like it's, the correlation was ph- phenomenal. Like, I can I, see this I'm still movie trying to figure out what happened. As yeah. well. Because I feel like the first week will be a lot of uh, core fans of the mm. MCU, and I feel like this movie has the power to bring in. Also, new fans yep. that maybe have not been interested totally. in this because I think this is also like an important movie in cinematic history. Absolutely, as is. like the first kind of big black blockbuster. Oh, and I, there are going to be so many kids that are going to want to see this movie mm. again immediately. It's going to be the most bought it's, it's home like, entertainment thing. Like every family yeah. will have one who like wants to be Black Panther. Yeah. Like, so um, I've I've listened to a lot of takes. Um, I've I've watched YouTube's. I've watched because I'm just so curious as to how like the great the people that like. I've listened to more than enough people that like us that are always talking about all the MCU Marvel movies and, and comic book movies. movies. For the most part, people are generally positive. There seems to be this like quite snobbish, like, oh, well, it's not that good. I think it's overhyped. Yeah. It's blah, blah. And it's like, let, let something be hyped and don't yeah. say that it's overhyped just because it didn't meet the expectations that you have as someone that has watched all 17 of these movies mm. probably 17 times. Yeah. yeah. Like, but... Like the best take that I've listened to so far is one of my favorite podcasts called The Read, mm. um, which is a New York um, podcast that's been going for about five years, um, and uh, it, it is like you know it, it's a, it's a it's a podcast about black excellence. Yeah, but it's it's insanely funny. That's so good. It's too. Uh, yeah. Kid Fury and Crystal are the names of the hosts, and they just had like their big fifth year party. They they did a live show at the the Apollo Theater. Oh hell yeah, in Harlem. Um, but um, they're their second most recent episode was called Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Um, and it's them trying not to spoil it for 20 minutes and just just them so excited. They've bought tickets for like three sessions mm. and and then they were even invited inv- invited to like the premiere. Oh, that's so um, good. But wow. like, it's just like, yeah. It, it, There's been so many good news pure stories. Pure joy and adoration towards this movie and like them just so stoked at all these actors and, and writers that they've been such that they've been you know pushing so hard on their podcast and, mm. and as just as fans of these things seeing them succeed to this level and and you know this is going to be such an, a massive event that people will look back on like mm. this changed everything something changed like it might not be the you know 
it, it's a, it is the it's like a signal and a, a certain tide shifting. Also, I want to say, without sounding too like corny or whatever, like yeah, we're three white guys talking about this, but literally, mm. go Google. Maybe we'll put some of the info. Like, read at least three reviews of this movie by people of color. Oh, it's, yeah, I think that's like super important too because the last thing we need is make like one of them the read too. Yeah, make, listen great. to the read. There you go. That's yeah, there you yeah. go. I think like as much as we uh, have something to say about this, and it, we've we've spoken about every Marvel movie ever and yeah. devoted like episodes to the MCU, so it like makes sense for us. But I have seen a lot of critics and people I know have said like I don't feel qualified to review this because I'm not a person of color, and I'm kind of like that's an interesting debate. I don't want to get into it now. Yeah. It's not, there, there is a there is a case of some people being too woke. Like that's I mean, what I mean. Like there, if there your job's that... a movie critic, you can't go I actually refuse to. <laughs> Yeah. Black Panther because it's like, I think well, what you're saying is like very valid. I think that's so everyone should because those are some of the best reviews read I've read for these films. Go read it and, right now. Oh, I mean, they are the best reviews. They've been the most interesting things. And it's been so interesting to see those because that's not a perspective I have. I, you know, I've someone who I've had many, many years of like film training. So I think I can only really review this film uh, from a cinematic history perspective and also like a technical film perspective. Mm. But I think the films like this, their social impact is so important and it cannot be understated. You can't unmarry the social impact either from this movie. Like whether or not people are going to be like, just look at it for what it is. Like, I'm sorry, you can't. This is the first Mm. movie that's really done this. Like when you think of an African film industry, you think of like Ugandan cinema, you think of these amazing, which are great by the way. There's some awesome, like they have $2,000 budgets or something and they're like wild films that use like pre set animations for machine yeah. it's like an insane like wormhole of shit that tarantino will probably start ripping off asap <laughs> tiny baby come QT, back. come do it but it's um you know you can't deny that this is like wildly significant and uh, you know we're, we we're not gonna add anything new to the conversation i think but we're gonna give it a hey fam spin and i think like yeah if you listen to us Listen to the read. I think that's a great, like, mm. awesome that, that, right, I just, that brought me like so so much joy because I listened to like a lot of a lot of um, a lot of YouTube reviews. Work like there there was one that was really smarmy. Mm. It's like you know name and I, shame. I, I don't know. I, I was someone. It came up as a recommended like a, thing, okay. or someone posted it in one of the groups. I forced myself to admin. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but. Uh, and it was just like it was quite contrarian for the sake of like I don't see what all the fuss is about. Yeah. Like it's a pretty good movie in the middle. It's blah 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 blah. Someone and said that to me the other day. They're like, "I'm like, what'd you think?" And I'm like, mm. I "Yeah, like, oh come on, it's two days since it came out. Yeah. Like just but like I, I, I get like you can not like this movie. That's so fine. Yeah, but absolutely. like don't I feel like it's just like just don't take the wind out of it. People's sales who enjoy yeah. it. Don't be like, well, actually, it wasn't that good. But, yeah. like, mm. I don't know. Obama wasn't, like, that good a president. It's like, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I think, for me, my immediate reaction to it, when I was seeing with you, Levens, I remember I was just filled with such a buoyant sense of joy mm-hmm. because, I, I'm, I, as I was watching, I was like, holy shit, this is the best. And I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Ryan Coogler. I love his film, Fruitvale Station. I love Creed. You love Creed, baby. Creed, I list it as one of my favorite movies. Favorite that, band. Fa- it's one of those references where <laughs> favorite band and favorite movie are yeah. like the same. I, I adore him as a filmmaker, so I was really rooting for this. I really wanted him to fucking just kick the shit out of it. And I think he made such an excellent blockbuster and each yep. film was kind of a step up. Yeah. In super indep- like independent so film. Fruit tiny Vail. and so like low Creed, Creed, I think he perfectly executed the legacy sequel where yeah. it's kind of like a reboot and sequel in one that continues handing. the legacy. It's, it was like the Force Awakens style. Mm, exactly. Like Look Harrison forward to that. Ford was, uh, you know, Slay. 
Yeah, exactly. And look, I look forward to that getting talked into in further detail and total reboot I'm for sure. sure, baby. When the new Creed movie comes out at the end of the year, we Is will Coogler be doing. doing it. No, who's doing it? Uh, it's a, they've got another young African American director, same kind of thing as Kugler. He's just made a Sundance hit uh, independent film, so it's the same awesome. kind of same kind yeah, of deal. That's great. I'm glad. And I not. think each step he did, he elevated himself to a new level of ex- excellence. Well, I think the th- most exciting thing for me about this film is just seeing like the birth of like the next super director in mm-hmm. my opinion like mm-hmm. this is the guy like Spielberg that I think we're going to see such a long career of of doing so many different things because each of those movies is so different yeah. as well and tackling something so different mm. uh, but with same kind of core themes and you know Michael B. Jordan and each of those and the films. other comment is like they're all terrific and people seem yeah. to go wild for them yeah Creed was everyone I think was willing to who didn't know who Kukla was was very ready to write off Creed yeah. or it's very meaning but no it's like a super emotional film yeah you, it works without seeing the Rocky movies for sure yeah it's it's it's, it's awesome Michael B. man we'll spend at least 10 minutes on Michael B. Jordan mm. I, I admitted it to, to not, not having seen Creed to Alexi the other day at the cinema mm. and I was like I should just watch it right and then Alexi was like no 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 watch Rocky you have to watch all the Rockies six. <laughs> I think it works without it but if you watch all the Rocky movies before you see Creed this is my promise to all the Hey family out there right now if you watch all the Rockies leading up to Creed the emotional payoff is sublime. Mm. I think that I've said it so a million times. Dance. I'll say it again. Sylvester Stallone is one of the greatest emotional directors in cinema history and Ryan Coogler really understands that and just is able to kind of execute something that pays off emotion from films past in a way that doesn't feel like fan service. I'm, I mean, sorry. I just like on a rant. I just think he's the best. No, that's I just, awesome. I'm yeah, so yeah. in love with him. That's why we got you on here, baby. Thanks, Kugler brother. or Sly? Both. Both. I mean, yeah. but Kugler is the man at the moment. He's the man of the hour. Only when Kugler does Expendables, then I'll be interested. <laughs> <Yeah>. in <this. laughs> but it just, I think it's just so exciting because we're seeing this, this amazing new talent, this new birth of a great filmmaker who's got his own his own De Niro to his Scorsese and Michael B. Jordan, where I think they can just really freaking conquer the world together and I think that to me is the most <laughs> special thing about this movie and my immediate take and reaction of it was you know the main criticism of all these MCU movies the Marvel movies is the villains are very forgettable yeah. and boring and there's n- there's just something about them that's very lacking well it's also it's very throwaway like you know mm. and, and this is something that it's very throwaway because yeah. like and for lack of you know we know Thanos is coming and that's kind of shit because you're like well I'm here and now and I want to watch a villain that's not throwaway like I get what you're doing but also there's a level of me that wants to have a villain that's Mm. Yeah, they, they exist as just an obstacle for the for the for the hero yeah. to to overcome to by the end of the get movie. Get in the next Avengers movie, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what this does so well, what he kind of set up for himself to not fail, set himself to succeed, is by putting his key collaborator, Michael B. Jordan, the, he's he's number one guy, in number the one role basketball of the player, villain. number one actor, <laughs> yeah. just number like one a... actor, number one hunk and babe, number right two there. middle letter. Yeah, <laughs> but he. Uh, <laughs> he put, Think about that for a second. <laughs> he put he put him, his guy, in that villain role. I think there's no way that you can let yourself down in that. I feel like that he kind of shielded himself from that kind of mortal sin that these movies have done by just putting so much care 
into the villain rather than the hero. Yeah. And that's the only time I can think of a superhero film really doing that before this is The Dark Knight. Yeah, that's And I think it. that is a similar technique of just mm. putting... Like a, Batman takes a back seat in Dark Knight. And to yeah. a point, I reckon like Black Panther doesn't exist for like a big chunk of this movie. Mm. For you know, he's not present for a chunk of this movie, and you're straight up seeing uh, Killmonger in yeah. Eric in, in his space. Well, I mean, I, I, to that point, I think even beyond uh, Michael B. Jordan and of course Chadwick Boseman does a great job as Black mm-hmm. Panther. But this is, I think, easily hands down Marvel's best ensemble movie. Yes, and best women movie, man. As yeah, well, of course, for man. sure. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I think um, Okoye. Yeah. The, the head of the Dora Milaje. And that, Laputa, just amazing. She was my favorite um, favorite character. Like, this did more... This oh, no, ma- wait, wait, fuck. No, no, Shuri is my favorite Shuri character. Shuri, that's what I mean. Like, Shuri- the cast of women, this is better than any women previously in any of the Marvel movies, like, in terms of not acting or character, but just, like, how present they are. And I guess it's, you know, Wakanda's this fictional place so, and the first time we've seen it, so great time to reset some of the rules. I know that they switched Shuri uh, and, like, science with... Um, uh, T'Challa, he was originally the science guy in the comics, and then I do like the fact it's kind of like in Jurassic Park. Oh no, they she, made, yeah. oh yeah, it depends. Yeah, like early incarnation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like in Jurassic Park in the novel, the boy was the hacker, but they're like, no, give the girl a hacking scene. You mm. know, it's like, no, let 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 let's let Shuri have this. But yeah, easily like when I think about it, like I I think of all the women, like they're, they're so present in every single scene. Like even the casino scene, like the goddamn king of Wakanda's rocking up with two like ass-kicking babies, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, who know how to use wigs as weapons. Yeah, totally. It's great. <laughs> yeah. There were so many moments that I was, I had so much joy on my face. I think joy is... That's, mm. the, that's the key takeaway. Michael from- B. Joyden. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love Michael B. Joyden. I mean, man, there's a guy who I was probably watching... 12 years ago almost in the wire like as mm. a kid and then Friday Night Lights where which I think the second yeah, half now. of Friday Night Lights is amazing like yeah. I love it all but the second part is like to me the real Friday Night Lights where they yeah. got off network went to cable and spoke about like race and stuff yeah. and he's just always been amazing and they he's start m- playing foosball instead of football <laughs> they start playing soccer because the guy's like um you call this football <laughs> uh, Rowan Axton comes in as the new coach teaches him oh, how to play yeah. soccer uh, and he's the kicker he doesn't talk it's yeah. all, uh, it's um, <laughs> Michael Bean, Jordan, <laughs> the ultimate disaster movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's always been like magnetism. I mean, he's mm. I haven't seen it, but I imagine he's the, the best thing. Freaking sex on legs, man. Yeah, he's extremely beautiful looking as well. He's like, I loved his little dread dread fringe as yeah, well. Yeah, he looked dope when at the start when he's in the art gallery just rocking like. Hella, hella mad outfit with the glasses. Like, That's one of the best scenes in the movie. Oh, it's one of the yeah. best MCU yeah. scenes. Just him like correcting the person who's paid to be the expert on yeah. um, like African uh, culture. Culture, yeah. But uh, if I could compare this, the success of we're talking about of how I think strong this character is, um, I think this is something I haven't really heard spoken about much in any kind of media I've seen about Black Panther so far is that Black Panther and Thor Ragnarok I think have very very similar plots and very very similar villains where it is um, a former child of the yep. of the um, of like you know a foreign land the, the coming throne, in the yeah a, 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 another rightful heir to the throne kind of coming back yep. uh, after killing the father and like fucking shit up you True. know killing. Yeah. so it's like same kind of thing coming back and I think um, I think while I a do a big love, giant wolf 
Exactly. Huh? <laughs> well, I, while I do love Kate Blanchett and Thor Ragnarok, I didn't connect to that film as much as I connected to this. I think it's because they built so much personal stakes into that character and so much at stake for that character where you, at points in the film, care for their goal and for them meeting their objective of kind of creating like a... a I, I don't know what the exact word for it is now, but, you know, creating that that goal of uh, uniting uh, black people around the world and fighting for them uh, on, like, a traditional, like, when I Black Panther movement level. Yeah. And I thought that's, so, that's something that you're watching that film and you're like, uh, if I... I care about this goal. I would like. I want him to strive for this goal. Oh, it's I, like you're you want both. Yeah, you want both of them to win. Half mm. the time, like most of the time, he's talking. Like, yeah, why aren't you doing this? And like, man, Wakanda can be kind of dickish. You're like, what are yeah. you doing? What about your your fellow brother in this country who's getting arrested every day because of his skin color? Like, he makes such amazing cases. I mean, he's obviously a villain and is doing it the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. but he's like, and we're going to do it by by and like you know declaring yeah. war and all of these nations. Yeah, using your yeah and you're like, no, no, nah, nah, dude, don't do that. But, you know, when he's having an impassioned spirit, like, yeah, he's... The thing that drives him, you can't argue that, like, it's for a bad reason. Mm. You know, the whole me- the whole reason for him being there. I'm just kind of... Like, we're, we're full spoiler territory. Like, uh, that's- soon. Soon. Okay. You ready? I was going to say, I-, I wanted to go through before. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, Maybe, let's, not, uh, let's not go spoiler. things we go full spoiler, because I don't think that's a spoiler. Really, I don't think we've but... even started talking about Black no, Panther yeah. yet. No. <laughs> um, but what's the worst take that you've seen so far? Um, about the movie I've, I've been, about this movie yeah yeah I've seen people um, argue that uh, like okay, I've seen two people mm. the big thing about like Killmonger versus Black Panther I've seen someone say one take was like Killmonger is the hero of Black Panther and like Marvel like m- only made him like murder people so you don't entirely take his side Whoa. and then the other like a similar yeah. take was that like yeah like the the film the film makes his case too sympathetic um, yeah well, and, and 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 you're alienated from black panther that's so and weird because that's what makes the movie freaking rock to I me i know same it's, it's such strange, a ballsy yeah. move for mm. yeah i mean it is like we are seeing, you know, think of the other big Disney film which came out recently, The Last Jedi. Like, we're seeing villains which we're so sympathetic to. Yeah. Like, Last Jedi, to me, is like, the, the subtitle of that film was like the humanization of Kylo Ren, mm. of Ben Solo. Like, you, you, you feel for him. You're like, man, that guy's got a shit life. He's getting abused by Snow. Like, you, we're, we're at this era now where we root for, yep. not root for villains, but we completely understand we're them where before villains. they were like, mustache twirling, cape spinning, yeah. you know. Uh, like just just a plot device, but I, I, I'm I, I'm so here for villains with with, depth. with sympathy like, and empathy. Heroes are kind of boring after a while. Yeah. Like you know, like I've always been a villain guy. I've always found them so interesting. Like mm. I, I'm drawn to them, and I think when it's in the right hands and it's not for the wrong reasons, like. Jared Leto's Joker as yep. an example of the wrong ah, reasons. Ah, ah. Like villain can be He's like in the room. <laughs> oh shit, Jared's here. I'm scared. Oh, he brought envelopes for everybody. What's inside? <laughs> oh, it's almost not Jared Leto. It's just Jared Fogle. We can hang out and relax now. Get those big jeans off and sit down. <laughs> but I think Let's the- all get into his big jeans together and sit here. Let's hop in. I think the worst takes that I've seen is that kind of like that faux middling take that you see a lot now especially since last jedi happened where it's people going like uh you know going like oh geez P- 
people overhyping it, that kind of thing. And people go like, do critics even know what they're talking about or whatever? Mm. Where it's that kind of thing where it's just like, man, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> Whereas people go like, yeah, it's okay, but it's no Citizen Kane. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, there's like five movies that are that good. Yeah. Of course, this is just like a fucking high quality blockbuster that's out right now. Do you know how fucking rare that is to have a fucking high quality blockbuster out in the world that's fucking saying some shit as well? That has like a, that's a fucking auteur movie <laughs> that has some fucking personal shit in there as well where someone fucking actually talking with their fucking soul. You know, there's so much shit where that doesn't happen contact might be the last one where a fucking blockbuster that like kicked ass at the box office was actually about something thematically and you know that and to, for a movie like this to be this big and to be talking about something so political it's fucking exciting man mm. and so if you're just gonna look oh yeah it's good but it's not as fucking good as like uh you know I can't think of another movie, but I'll say like, oh, no, it's good as Godfather. Like, Gattaca. Shut up. Yeah, no, it's good as Gattaca. <laughs> the Gattaca <Yeah>. part two. <laughs> no, it's not as good as freaking 2001 in Space Odyssey. Yeah, bitch, there's like It's not as good as Nell. Yeah. Oh, dude, Nell fucking rocks. Kick a pace, mate, motherfucker. Stay yeah. in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> um, the actual worst take I saw was um, someone saying, just like um, Americans... America's presidency. It sucks that we got a like we had to get a black superhero before oh, yeah. we got a, a, a female one. Oh, I saw that. I was like, Lord. yeah, you're actually missing the point entirely. Also, that's like, don't fun. bring your fucked also, up. Also, yeah. Wonder Woman came out last. Like, I think from you know Marvel, Marvel. but oh, it was also okay. like, yeah, like, yeah. Let's like don't compare your fucked up political system and like college electorates compared <laughs> to like the MCU. Like, don't. Don't. It was such a horrible take. I saw that on Twitter. It was, it was a tweet, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that was fucked. Uh, I think that was the one last one that was terrible, too. They're all terrible. Yeah, like, a, lot, they're, they're, a, lot, a lot of bad takes. That's what I mean. Go read Google like reviews by people of color, and there'll be mm. blogs. Go, be- go to Michelle Obama's Twitter handle. Mm. And it, actually, go to, if you want to see, like, because when I'm like, you know, reviewing comics constantly on serious issues, um, every now and then, um, one of the publishers, Marvel or DC, will get mm. way too cocky. And just start talking about themselves up in a big way, and it's really ridiculous and stupid and annoying. Mm. At the moment, it's DC because yep. DC's comics are quite successful at the moment, yep. and they know it, and they're really just like bragging in their yep. advertising. Really? Yeah. It's what really, are they saying? What do you oh, mean? it's like first DC gave you the greatest heroes of all time, then they updated them for blah 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 now we bring you the new greatest hero it's like these, this horrible mm. new line they've done now, what is it we have decent okay shows on TV and shit and movies in the city. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's this new thing what do you mean new character thing oh what they've got there's a, there's a new DC line of like eight new heroes that have okay. a new comic book series out and, and they're, they're old characters right no 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 it's change? all new ones they're, oh, right. new. And they're, they're, they're actually like they're all so far they're all weird takes on Marvel characters what? Oh, cool. there's like a Hulk not really. There's like a Hulk. There's a kind of Dude, like... this sounds sick, man. Yeah, that's no good. <laughs> Is it like <laughs> the Amalgam <laughs> universe all over again? <laughs> but um, Marvel's Twitter um, Twitter account, that I just looked at this today, mm. it's just them retweeting like extremely high profile... Like Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, Oprah, yeah, yeah, Michelle Obama. Wow. Um, <laughs> Halsey, um, whatever that fucking girl. Halsey, oh, Halsey yeah. whatever her name is. Mm. Um, Will Smith did a video just like congratulating everyone. Will Smith everyone has become about, my favorite vlogger at the moment. He's, He's the best. 
best person he's, on Instagram. He's hands down. Hands. He's like, yeah. He's, yeah. you're new to Instagram, Alexi. I'm new to Insta. I reckon you would have joined like a, probably the same week that, that Will, Will Smith, Smith yeah, did. Yeah, man. But you, the, he's way better than you are. The week Bright Honestly, came dude, out. I'm figuring out my voice on Insta, and I'm seeing these auteurs like Will Smith, Big Willie Styles, man, just really mucking around, making full-on films. It's no coincidence celebrating that the you Eagles, are, baby. But it's so good, just like Marvel either tweeting, "We have the number one movie in 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 yep. the world right now," or just someone that. Like you know, no one dislikes Michelle Obama. Yeah, like, and and it, and it's like it has oh, like I think you might be mistaken. Yeah. It has, it has like five hundred. It has like five hundred thousand likes yeah. or whatever. Her tweet just saying Black Panther was sick. Hey, That's yeah. so like, yeah. <laughs> um, it's no coincidence. I think that you and Will Smith both joined Instagram the day Bright came out. <laughs> hey man, I love Bright. I love orcs in a modern I'm situation. Getting my shades on because things are about to get bright in here. <laughs> We're not talking Black Panther, you idiots. We're doing Bright again. <laughs> Um, so I reckon we should go into full spoiler territory. Yeah. Um, if yep. you've not seen this movie yet, go and see it, then come back and listen. I think to someone the rest just of got it. shot outside. No, it's a, no, they didn't. It's someone not that type of freaking egg. It's not that type of neighborhood. Someone just broke one of my car windows. I it's a fart bomb. <laughs> um, they never smell like farts. Man, fart bombs are actually really stinky. Yeah, they smell. They, they smell like tasty. a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> they smell uh, like it's sulfur, right? When it's I like, we had we did like a um, a ski trip with my high school when I was like year oh, nine man, or what, ten. Is this the thing I was reading about this week with like Saint someone's college? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you guys are gargling drinks but, from each other's <laughs> scrotes. Did you guys hear about that? Yeah, what? It's actual thing? I read it like, yeah. on the way over here. What is it? Gargling scrotum? So uh, it's like a hazing, a hazing gone wrong. So right. guys will like shape their scrotums to be like a cup. Oh, yeah. They'll pour a drink in there and people have to do shots out of it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was the gone wrong part? <laughs> well, they weren't up to it. Yeah, someone filmed it and leaked it. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, sure. So there's all these videos, black, black, videos of Black boys. China leaked. Yeah. <laughs> Again, no coincidence that Black China and this video leaked the same day Will Smith joined Instagram, which is when Bright came out. There's like, if you follow the red line, it all goes back yeah. to um, At this ski, ski trip, we had those, uh, like, you know, it was a bunch, like like six boys in each, in each uh, of the... Of the rooms, fuck how, and how then, scary! And the then devils does but and then there was like the the doors were locked, but it, there was like a gap beneath, like beneath the door mm. to to the next room. Yeah, and the fucking <laughs> the the fucking jocks brought fart bombs, and um, Shit, dude. and I remember <laughs> we heard them pop one, and one guy goes, "That's a fart bomb in our room," and I was like, "No, put a towel under the door." And then we know, but we didn't do that. We like like as they <laughs> flung it into ours, we yeah. like whacked it back into theirs, and oh. then blocked our door. It's like a real and bunker so it went off off in their rooms. So so good, fuck yeah, dude. guys! Fuck yeah! Fuck those jocks suck. Have been yeah, jocks so suck. Yeah. Musos rule. Yeah, this is <laughs> musos. Were you in a band? Is, this uh, is creative types only from now on. The uh, rest of this podcast. Were you in a hell of a uh, music phase? Like, were you in the school band or something? Well, I, I was the singer. Really? I just sang. I, don't, wow. I, don't, I was Did like, you? yeah. If like you ever needed someone to like come and like, yeah, I'll do. You, I'll do your year ten music yeah. assessment. Wow. I'll sing. No I'll idea. sing Marcy's playground. Marcy playground. Sex and candy. I saw sex and candy. Get me up here. <laughs> I was, I, I was your guy. Wow. I'll badly do a Frank Did you go to like high school music? Did you guys just sing at school all the yeah, time? Yeah, all the time. That's so cool. Um, we actually wrote a, mu- a Home Alone, the musical, for an, a, 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 a music and drama showcase. Night. That's extremely hey, like Nirvana, the band, the show. What's that? Get Tim Minchin, Minchin and make it a full Bro, he was the principal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and find like, or at least remember the songs that we like you know turned what? into Home Alone I think stuff. I said this on the podcast, but Tim Minchin once referred to me to my face as the guy with weird hair. Coming from him, yeah, and I was like, 
I, I've never... I, I was happy when DreamWorks dropped him a few months ago. I was like, ha, looks like they dropped the guy with weird hair. I'm surprised I wasn't the variety but, headline. But what was it like doing a shot from his scrotum? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was the principal, and so... Uh, <laughs> was I ever going to drop out or... <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to go full spoiler territory mm-hmm. for Black Panther um, uh, and talk about some of our favourite scenes from the movie um, and so, I guess some of our you know favourite favorite, favorite actors yep. and uh, all that kind of thing. Mm. Um, for me, like... I love this movie really, really early on um, because that opens in Oakland. Yeah. And um, I remember you telling me like, fuck, that's too short. Yeah. Yeah. You texted me straight away. <laughs> I just was you so... Said, too short song at the start. I've already recorded a podcast entirely about that 30 seconds. Mm. Um, we open, you know, we're, we're in Oakland. It says, it says Oakland 92. CA 992. 992, yeah. Um, which is very specific. Um, and uh, that's also the town that Ryan Coogler grew up in. Yes. Um, and it is the town, uh, the sorry, it was not a town, the, the city yeah. that um, the Black Panther movement was founded in. Yeah. yeah. So there's lots of reasons that it uh, starts in Oakland. It's also like, you know, I feel like we've, d- we've done, we spent so much time in New York in the MCU yeah. that it's so cool to be on the other coast. Let's go west Well, we were in Malibu dude. for Iron Man 1 and 2 actually, and 3, so... Okay, so not the first West Coast. So STFU, dude. <laughs> uh, you're forgetting about the original white superhero. I yeah. Don't get. <laughs> I noticed the whites of your eyes have disappeared, Levens. Don't forget the the MCU's uh, colonial I think past. You believe that the Hulk, Incredible Hulk movie, set in the Midwest. So <laughs> is that like South America? I don't know. Who gives yeah, a the shit? Midwest. That movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what is um, that French director done? Yeah. Louis Leterrier. He did. Um, he. Uh, Co-directed. He got his, Blu- he got his um, Blu-ray box set. I did, bro. He co-directed one of my favorite movies, Grimsby. So, <laughs> did <laughs> he really? Yeah, he did the action sequences for Grimsby. That's so good. Imagine having to co-direct Grimsby. That's great. Yeah, man. Imagine getting the call up. Hey, you did my favorite action movie, <laughs> The Incredible Hulk. I uh, also, I think he did uh, Clash of the Titans. If I'm not mistaken, that's right. He did with um, Qui-Gon Jinn and Piranha 3D. Jim, oh. I mean. It's so I weird love Piranha 3D. Sick. Yeah. That's so, a great movie. It's so weird he hasn't been asked. So weird that I knew all of that shit. <laughs> you, got the, you, got the 3D, you got the Blu-ray box set. <laughs> I do have a 3D Blu-ray of Piranha 3D. Me too. Piranha 3D was a remake, right? Or like a sequel? We're going to cover it. Oh, sick. Yeah. You, it was you, a sequel to a sequel. Have you, have film, you right? tried to watch 34 Double D before? No, never. It's so bad. Do you see big... Big old bodies? You see some freaking big balls? The Piranhas are back and the... Her boobs. <laughs> um, Wakanda forever. Anyway, yeah. Let's, Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, let's so, get back to Wakanda. So yeah, I, I, did a, I did an entire episode of uh, my other podcast, Old Raps, which is uh, like a, mu- a radio mm. show that I do once a month. Um, and this entire episode is just all based around 1992 era Oakland rappers. Yeah. And like basically alternate songs that they could have used yeah. in that opening scene. But I just, I loved like just immediately it just like, oh wow, they've actually bothered to to research mm. the the, uh, the 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 period of time and the and the uh, the area that they're located in cuz so often you know you would just hear like fucking one of three DMX songs that yeah. that mm. the movie producers Play always use like Daylight Soul or whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, or fucking like without me like yeah. in suicide squad oh yeah gosh there's a lot of care that's gone to this movie to create a sense of authenticity and verisimilitude that will like just be able to bring you in and creating a truth in the moment i think for you that's kind of what created it for you and I think like that's... Like a me. It was so fu- so early on. You're like, like, okay, this is actually, you know, checking out. Yeah. Like, yeah. This and, then, out. and then when we... Because like, like, it's bookended by scenes in Wakanda... In, uh, sorry, in, uh, in Oakland. Oakland. 
and uh, when they return there, it's another. It's like it's a it's a like eight month old song by Sacramento, like so yeah. not far away from Oakland. Yeah. Based rapper called Mozzie. Amazing. And like, I was just like two songs. I'm like, oh fuck, that's so good. Like that's yeah. They nailed it. Yeah, they really really nailed it. You know, it like imagine how many kids going along or like parents of those kids knowing mm. the first and second song and just being yeah. Like, oh, this is real. Like that's this so is, good. This is the I, right I, I have to admit that I was kind of worried about the Kendrick. Um, the Kendrick mm. soundtrack, making, like you know, being all over this movie, and it's, it's, it. it's, it's used like pretty sparingly. Car chase scene, and the weekend mm. song is in the nightclub. Yeah, or the it's kind of like, I like when that part, yeah. Ridley Scott made American Gangster and, and Jay Z made a concept. It's the same album thing because they were both working off dailies. <laughs> yeah. And early cuts. And yeah. Jay-Z had retired, I think, for the third time then. And he <laughs> came back out of retirement again and was like, yeah, when I, I remember that, remember when American Gangster came out that album, he was like, yeah, I came out of retirement because I heard Ridley Scott was making a movie called yeah. American Gangster and just thought, it's me, I've got to make an album. You've got to do that. Fuck yeah, Ridley Scott, beautiful old British bitch making, <laughs> making a How good would it be if, movie. Um, after every album, Jay-Z retired and then like, Man, when I saw Ridley Scott was doing a good year, <laughs> yeah. I came out of retirement to do a good year. <laughs> yeah, this is rapping my new about album. Russ Crowe and wine. Drinking wine, <laughs> yeah. like Alien Covenant, man, me and Kenny Powers in space. <laughs> Just every year, fucking to Michael Fassbender. He's back. Jay Z's yeah. back. Ridley Scott's got another movie out. Hell That'd be yeah, awesome. man. That would be the dream come true. I know. Always retiring, then Ridley's oh. like, well, I guess I've got to do it again. <laughs> yeah, Robin Hood back in the house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, if anyone out there wants to design album covers of um, Jay Z albums that never happened, that the for last, every Ridley for every Scott, Ridley Scott movie. movie from American Gangster onwards, that would be fucking. <laughs> I want dope. a good year. That would be yeah. so good. Him and because he's friends with Russell Crowe. <laughs> Who? Uh, Jay Z. They recorded yeah. some Through of Watch the, the, some of Watch the Throne at um oh, his like wow. place in Willamaloo. Literally. Whoa. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> It's awesome. We've got, to, we've got to make that happen. I want an album of Russell Crowe and Jay-Z, oh, a good year. With all of his, with Russell Crowe's kids on riding segways in yeah. the background. No, um, hovercraft. No, they're the hoverboards. And that's what the, the, oh, the that's hover- right. The hover. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. And he's like, uh, how dare you at Virgin Australia? Don't let me get on this Do you know point. about this, Alexi? Yeah. yeah the, 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 was a good, that was a good year. <laughs> <laughs> Virgin wouldn't let uh, Russell Crowe's kids uh, use their hoverboards. <laughs> we'll on, let them, no, we'll let them take them on That's right Yeah, they were like dangerous Wow, well, Rusty, mate We still support you here in Aussie Absolutely Don't fly, stay here <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite Of what Big Wireless does They charge you a lot We charge you a little So naturally, when they announced They'd be raising their prices due to inflation We decided to deflate our prices Due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Stop taking your kids out of the country. Uh, who wants to lead this spoiler Are discussion? Are you just leading it then? Fuck. <laughs> Could I... I'll just make a point. Maybe this can be a way that we can kind of lead into it. This was a one, like my revelation while watching the movie. I, I turned to you immediately oh. and said, this is my take on this film. But I think this film is uh, does something that I think is very cool where it is kind of... Uh, not unlike a lot of films that are finding a lot of success right now in TV shows like Stranger Things where I think they have found like a perfect mix of influences and maybe are not creating something that's totally original but able to say something exciting and new with it by finding a kind of like the perfect recipe of influences By using like together. it as a language almost. Like yeah, a, exactly. Like a trope or a, I don't know, like a technique. An identifier, yeah. yeah. And I think for this, you know, clear influence is uh, number one, James Bond. Absolutely. Like there's so much James Bond stuff. This is basically a spy espionage film. It's complete the bondiest. With a, complete with a cue. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I complete mean, with your, your own personal cue. That, that casino scene is like uh, in Korea is straight out of like Skyfall, Skyfall totally. or Spectre or something like that. Mm. And then we've got like immediately after Globe that trotting. there's like a yeah, exactly. Globetrotting, yeah. kind of sexy espionage stuff going around the world. It's got we have a cold open to the movie as well, not unlike Goldeneye. Grace Jones mm. reference. Oh yeah, so much Grace Jones reference and stuff. Like uh, mm. that's that's a fucking great point, man. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> that's I didn't that's so good. And then I think another like big kind of influence with the kind of like I don't know what the word they use in the film when they go to that kind of spirit world with like the Black Panthers yeah. of past. That was very Lion King to me. It was. Like I was getting big Lion King, speaking to your dead speaking dad. Speaking to your father in that yeah. kind of way on a spiritual connected level. To me, it was very Lion King, especially that fight between him and Killmonger. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's the Lion King now. And it's yeah. awesome. I think that I th- that's definitely one. And the other big one for me was Phantom Menace. Baby, as soon as Levin's told me that, I was like, what did Alexi think when you guys yeah. saw it? And he's like, he said it was like Phantom Menace. And my eyes lit up because I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Specifically the ending. The, the, the big final the, battle. The, battle. the yep. battle, I think, is structurally identical to the Phantom Well, I Menace. forgot you told me this. And as soon as I saw it, I was watching. I'm like, oh, these beats feel familiar. And then I text Alexis. So I'm like, it was the fucking Phantom yeah. Menace. Tim from The Office is fucking Anakin not knowing how to yeah. pilot the ship. Everett Ross, yeah, yeah. It's just like, yep. it was so... Everett like, Ross is pod racing. Yeah, well, yeah. No, yeah, you know how Anakin gets in the Naboo stuff? Oh, of course, that's right, yeah. yeah. He was doing now, that. this is pod racing. Let's try spinning. That's a good trick. Um... Ch- Chadwick and Michael B. Jordan are fighting, but there's like a laser thing between them where they're staring mm, at yep. each other. I was like, it's the same thing. The same thing. They've as... got a bottomless pit underneath them. Yep. And then there's a battle on like during daylight on grass of like big yeah. creatures and these like tribes of both sides. I was like, oh, yeah, it's... tribes of both sides on grass. <laughs> They've got fucking force fields, laser force fields and the stuff. The same shields the out same... of the Gungans. I, I was, was just like, like, it's the same thing. This is the same thing. And it just, let me say, George. Baby, you've been vindicated, Mr. Totally. Lucas. Because he was trying something so new at the time. He was. And as we all Famously know... Famously said, I may have gone a bit too far famously, in the, yeah. him watching the first ever cut of yeah. The Phantom Menace and saying, I may have, I gone, may have too gone too far a too in a few far places. On this one. Yeah, and, that's, and that is, I think... He was trying to so years. It took 19 years. Yes, it took 13 years for someone to figure this shit out. How Georgie, baby, how you should have structured it or whatever. I think that was just no, 19, so... 19, baby. It was 99. Oh, hell yeah. 2018, yeah, baby. Shit. <laughs> so long ago. We're living in the future, man. Yeah. 
And this movie does feel like it is from the future. Like, that's what is so miraculous to me about this film, is that while I think, you know, 2017 was such a huge turning point as far as film history goes, by having a huge amount of quality films that feel, like, so unique, and I think we've so blessed to have had such a great year in film last year. A good year, you would say. A good year. Not unlike the 2006 we, we film from Alien Ridley Covenant. Scott. We've yeah. got- Jay Z coming we got back. Alien for the Co- we had a double. We had a double drop from Jay Z last year. <laughs> Alien Covenant, all the money in the world. Two of the best albums yeah. of last year. And it was, you know, credit to Jay Z, like him replacing um, all of Kevin Spacey's <laughs> rhymes with Christopher Plummer. Yeah, in like who a dropped week? them sicker, bro? I know, I know Plummer. Kevin who knew Spacey Plummer knew he's it? One of the best singers in the world. Who knew Plummer? They got had the freaking OG from Sound of Music, baby, to lay some sweet rhymes. It was on amazing. It. The, uh, the rain in Spain does fall mainly yeah. in the plane. <laughs> but I think uh, that's what is ex- exciting to me is that this kind of signals like another... Like that, while we, I do feel we've made like so much progress, especially with, I think, film is not going to look the same as it did five years ago. As it uh, Like now we're at like a totally different thing where film is going to look totally different in five years' time. Mm. This movie feels like it's been... It's plucked from five years' time mm. and brought to now with like how... Qual- like the quality of it all with like just this amazing cast that is actually fucking saying something. Yeah. That's yeah. what gets me so excited about it. So the main criticisms that I will like, I'll give people is mm. that like, if you've seen all the Marvel movies, there are familiar plot beats. Oh, totally. You can kind of see things happening from, yeah. from a while Look, at the end away. of the day, it's a superhero movie and it's an origin one at that. Totally. And there are so many tropes that like, whether you like it or not, you must follow. But like, you know, the last, origin movie i guess you would say in the mcu was dr strange and again dr strange more like dr stank i'll put my review on it right now look it's one of my least favorites in mm. mcu it's yeah, a so- really good telly movie yeah it's pretty decent <laughs> but like this in like in comparison i don't think there's been a movie since iron man mm. that has done such a great origin mm. story where they've built up everything perfectly and like yeah there have been moments that maybe it was a bit slow or awkward mm. or familiar but this just goes like, I mean, I hope Kuglu sticks around for the second one because mm. I feel like he could, they could do anything. See, I was, um, I don't know if it was because I went like first night full cinema. Someone was dressed as a Black Panther in there, which, which I thought was amazing. Like Broadway mm. Hoyts. Wow. Just a guy. I was like, that's amazing. Like it was awesome. And I was in love with the production design. I couldn't stop looking at every costume. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everything in the background, all the flying trains and stuff. I was just I like, wish we saw more of Wakanda. Same. I, I hope, felt kind I of ripped off we got more. two outdoor scenes of the city and yeah. they were identically framed. But like that's so much show. fucking yeah. money to make that shit. So but that was so go. exciting to just be to finally feel a new world in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. I would say um, Thor it doesn't feel like that when you go to freaking Asgard. Asgard. It's just like you, it doesn't feel like a living, breathing place. It feels like Lord of the Rings. It feels yeah. like um, Game of Thrones, like the ye, ye oldie medieval. Yeah, I mean, and it just but it's got no Ragnarok, identity. When we went to the other planet with yeah. uh, Jeff Goldblum, that was one of the first times the MCU. Where yeah. I was like, oh, things can look different in the MCU and have like yeah. flying ships and like to, Guardians. For film, like I think this and Guardians are the first two Marvel universe films to have their own identity and totally. to feel to feel like a they feel like a real movie rather well, they than feel just like a like, James Gunn movie and they feel like yeah, a Ryan exactly. Coogler movie. As they feel like they're like... part of something bigger, but they're also they are bigger than the, some of those parts in, in itself as well. Mm-hmm. I just love Wakanda. I love the soundtrack, the score, which I think mm. like has obviously been overshadowed recently. It's coming out uh, by the Kendrick album, which I think mm. is. Such a great listen. Yeah, the score was incredible. 
I thought the score was great. Yeah, the all, drums, all the, the, all the percussion was the so percussion great, was yeah. amazing. Mm. I can't cannot wait to watch it again too. And the South watch African it. house influence stuff. That's yeah. what I can't wait to listen to. There's I can't a, wait to hear it. And thrilling like, moments in the in the movie. Because I, I, I wish you know I've been tr- watching trailers again to get the feel of it. But like all the trailers have like generic rap songs in it, which kind of sucks. Watch the uh, what's it called? Run the jewels. Run the jewels. Yeah, no, mm. I'm just like I wish it had such a great score that I I hope this. That's my one complaint that I think the score isn't being spoken about enough. You know what I mean? It's been kind of overshadowed by this amazing album of like Kendrick and amazing young people and old like and, and just, some weirdos are spending all their time just talking about the thirty seconds of too short we hear in the movie. Mm. Yeah, and, that, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, they, let's talk about they the score. That niche out. <laughs> For me, it was like the first time again that MCU had an amazing original score. I think the first time. Yeah, like, the, the, there's like time. a weird percussive noise earlier on that they use for a lot of these transitions between mm. scenes, and it's so cool. I didn't know what it was at first. I was like, "Is that a ship or something?" Or like, and I was like, "Oh, this is the score." It was like great. And all of, whenever you're in Shuri's lab, there's like this. It's like yeah, it's like South African house kind yeah. of yeah. like really big beats. Shuri's like real so like the paintings and like just. She like, has the best line in the movie. Which one? Uh, don't don't sneak up on me, colonizer. Oh yeah, colonist. <laughs> yeah. Colonist. Yeah, yeah. Was, that was that was wild. It's fucking great. I was like, "Hey, she got me there." <laughs> um, so, um, like uh, we said, how great it is that they've developed the the you know Killmonger so much. Mm. I loved Ulysses Claw in this as well. It was great. I thought yeah. Circus it was, was, bonkers. was, it was, it was so brilliant. much fun. Yeah. Gollum, Caesar, Snoke. <laughs> Claw, like I hate, I, I hate Snoke. I think, I think Snoke dude, is like one of the worst. Snoke, Snoke is sick, dude. How do you not like Snoke? I just don't think. I just think he's just like like by the like he's the twirling mustache mm. bad guy that you were he's talking dude, about. He's earlier. got no freaking hair. He's got alopecia, man. He's not. That's entirely what's wrong with his head? Yeah. It's so insensitive. <laughs> he's got a freaking caved-in head. Give him a break, man. Yeah, like a fucked up face. No thanks. <laughs> fucked up arm. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> he was great. He was bonkers. I, I I really, I really, it's like the first time I really, really enjoyed Circus. I'm a sucker for a South really? African You don't accent. like Gollum? You don't like King Kong? Captain you Haddock? You don't like Caesar? Oh, okay, I like Captain yeah. Haddock. Captain ha- Caesar? Oh my God, Caesar, Caesar. is like... Caesar is one of my favorite performances He was ever. robbed an Oscar yeah. for his betrayal he, he, of Caesar. In- yeah, yeah he, he, he did such a good rendition of a Caesar salad in that movie. Oh, honestly, dude, that's Ouch. so it's rude. So yeah, that's funny. actually like... It's such a good joke. soul into that film and you can bring him to a freaking oh, man, the, the bacon bits salad, on his face... The the his performance in War of the Planet of the Apes performance of 2017. Mm, yeah, bitch. I'm saying it. I'll agree. He, oh, he was so good as Curious George. Just, Honestly, dude, that's so rude. Insensitive. That's what you're so doing rude. right now. I wish a big ape came in and made you feel bad. <laughs> Played by Andy Serkis. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, um, I'm here for it, the Cirque Man. That's what I'm. Cirque. It was a Cirque. I thought his arm looked sick when it popped the open. Rubber. Oh, weird. That shit yeah. Out of it. Um, but what what what, what, what this movie does do is one of the biggest criticisms of almost all Marvel movies. Mm. It kills both of the main bad guys. Mm. Well, um, we don't know if Ulysses is dead. I, I, off camera, and we saw him shoot. We don't know what happened. Well, we then see him his corpse dragged into Wakanda by by. Oh, you true. By, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The next. No, scene. That, that's a fakey brother. Um, <laughs> they got a fakey. Well, it's Wakanda. No, they've got mad tech. I actually. So I I have theories. I don't. Th- I I actually don't think you can rule out that we. Were, I reckon Killmonger. No, Killmonger was Black Panther for, for a short amount of time. Mm. Yeah. So I think he will exist in the spirit world yeah. now. Michael yeah. B. Jordan will have because this is my thing. Like Ryan Coogler is no doubt doing the sequel. I know, like he's being courted right now. Like it's in talks. He has to have Michael B. Jordan in it, or he can't mm. make the movie. And of course, yeah. I thought the same thing. He will be brought back to life in like a afterlife sequence. Mm. So a big part of Black Panther in the comics is the, the connection with the world of the dead and, yeah. and his ancestors. Is there a world um, for, name for that? 
State of uh, mind or being Yes there is I can't remember it right now mm. But uh, you know Like Shuri was dead for a while And he would only contact her there At yep. one point She was Black Panther And he, he was just The king of the dead Yeah right um, okay, And cool. so I, I wouldn't be surprised If the next Black Panther movie Is a lot more about Their connection to the spiritual like the world mm. and, and maybe Him having to team up With Killmonger In the world of the dead be like, That'd be so something. cool How cool would that be It's your classic Part two of a trilogy, pump the brakes, go to Dagobah, learn about um, the Force. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, go need... a little Silence of the Lambs, make him the Hannibal Lecter, baby. Learn from his de- devious deeds. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Ulysses Claw in the comics is actually like a, a, a being of sound. What the? So he's like his arm is like a it, it creates sound waves, oh, okay. and he actually like, I'm probably fucking this up because I've not read that, that many comics featuring him, but he's able to be sound. Yeah, wow. Um, and so I think that they might reveal that he, that, that, that the, 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 the soul, or something, or? whatever, he is actually in his arm. So, mm. that, so, so you'll, I think Ulysses Claw might still exist in some form. Mm, in I his think that arm. kind of sucks. Yeah, but it's comic books. <laughs> I don't want, I can I don't see want it working. a guy's soul to be in a. Yeah. In a no, but, but, but then it would be like he, he, like you know how like the vibranium mm. they have the vibranium technology where like the map comes up in like sand. Yeah, mm. I reckon he'll be. I reckon he'll be a that's sand. Awesome. He'll be made of like oh, vibranium. Like, of, of, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's pretty dope. I think that's. Yeah, that's, 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 I, that's I think that's where dope. we'll see Claw again. But yeah. he'll made out made out entirely. It's out a of shame if we don't see him again. I mean, he just got. Sliced in half in the Last Jedi, so he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> and you know he got his. He was in uh, Age of Ultron, which I rewatched recently, going through all the MCU's. Mm. Uh, gets his arm ripped off. He doesn't really get to do much, and then we see him as this like formed villain finally, and then he gets taken out like a punk. Oh, well, yeah, really but like but, but and instead of being a motive for um, a hero, he's the motive for a bad guy. Yeah, he's the hurdle that 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 that, that Killmonger needs to jump over in order to yeah. gain access to Wakanda. Yeah. yeah. Um, so another thing for the future is that um, uh, everyone was pre- thought that they were going to see the Soul Stone. Um, I'm glad it wasn't in this film. Or was it? Is Angus? Wakanda the Soul Stone? Or is something beneath Wakanda? The, is, that, is that how they have the connection mm. to the spirit world? Yeah. And is that what Thanos is going to come and take from Wakanda? Is that yeah. why we have? So maybe is Wakanda like when the meteor Honestly, fell? Maybe dude, it's the. So- I'd be so Soul pissed Stone. if Thanos comes to Wakanda. Yeah, Thanos, get out of there, man. Locals You're fucking only. Weird shit going on. Go to Miami, where Iron Man one, two, and three were apparently. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck Fuck Malibu. 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 What did it's I on say? The West Coast, yeah. Miami. Fuck. You're going back to yeah. the East. No, but the pit pulls Tony Stark, right? <laughs> oh my, yeah, Mr. Worldwide. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Like next year, is like, by the way, I'm Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> um. What about we should go to performances? So we've done, we've, we we loved mm. we, we we apparently we loved women. We haven't really talked about many of their performances yet. Mm-hmm. Um, who 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 are your tops? Who'd you love? Maz uh, Kanata. Everyone in it. Yeah, Maz. <laughs> the return of Maz. Two Kanata. CG characters from Star Wars movies finally getting yeah. their due. In uh no, I thought Lupita was amazing. Mm. Um, her I I just liked. I mean, Shuri was sick. They're all great. Like who, the 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 girl from Walking Dead who played uh, Michonne, played what's her name? The, the that, that's general, the, the name. leader. Yeah, uh, Okoye. Yeah, Okoye. Yeah. She was amazing too. Yeah, she just like oozed mm. like badassness and like the way she was looking at her like uh, you know when her lover was like taking sides with Killmonger and she's just like, well, no, I I, I stand with Wakanda and you're just like, yeah, you're you're uh, a hard ass. I, I thought we were, I thought they would have given Angela Bassett more to do. Sure. Yeah. Um, she just kind of... She was like queen mum, you know. But she's just out. great. Just to have like... 
an actor of that prestige to be in a movie like this. It's kind of like when they got Robert Redford to be like in Civil, in not Civil War. Yeah, but he in, does um, fucking heaps in in Winter Soldier. I know, but like to me, just having someone like that is exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe William Hurt in fucking uh, Incredible Hulk. I like seeing that this movie could almost be a. Um a uh, origin for Saul Guerrero because Forrest Whitaker used the same voice and like the same mm. uh, timbre and delivery. He, for him. Forrest Whitaker definitely wins worst um, African accent in the movie. Yeah, but good on him, yeah. Forrest. You love seeing him stuff. I love Letitia Rice Shuri. I think she was so cool. Who did she play? Shuri. Uh, oh, Shuri. Shuri. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that was a performer I'm not familiar with at all. Same. Really, I'd seen her. Just in Black Mirror. That's all I'd ever seen sure. her in. She was she was phenomenal. She was great. And that was like a week before I saw the film as well. So I was just like, just I think that to me, that's the star making performance in this film. Like, you know, the rest have got some background and stuff. And but that's to me, that's just like someone coming out of the gate with yeah. this really cool, likable character Extremely and just likeable. kind of getting the fun nuances of that character, making them a bit of a punk, making them a bit of a teen, and just kind of uh, taking that to kind of just, I don't know, like a, a, le- a, a performance without any of the cringe factor of a lot of those spunky kids. What about when yeah. she said, what are those? What was that? I, I love that. I was yeah, you, you, my ass off. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. delivery was great. Yeah, but I don't know. Can I, I, I ship something for it, fe- it just felt like Hillary Clinton put that in. Mm. <laughs> can, I, can I ship her in um, MCU Peter Parker? Oh, oh, hell yeah. That's that, awesome, dude. I hope they meet in, uh, in one of the two Avengers yeah. movies. Because he'll be asking about her tech. He'll be flipping out. That'll be pretty cute. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I want yeah. that to happen. Because they're like the same age. And yeah. it just works really well. That's awesome. Like I'm that shipping that. I'm shipping it now. Sorry, MJ. <laughs> we got a new one. Yeah, sorry. And I think... Um, I, th- I don't know. I just really, really like that performance as well. And I think uh, that... Oh, shit, she was like an icebreaker it. because yeah. it was quite like a, he, she was the first time you kind of saw T'Challa smile. Like he's mm. quite a serious, somber character in this film. At least yeah. his depiction yeah, and of him. The whole movie is, and then occasionally it will try and do the jokes because it's a Marvel movie. And I think that the, the jokes that do, uh, like fall flat for almost the first hour, like not in a bad way. Mm. It's like set, slightly distracting. They're but just not memorable either. Yeah, they're just like okay, well, we just don't have jokes. Um, um, but I think if the, um, if a great deal of the movie is in... I'm not sure what dialect they chose for Wakanda to be mm. spoken in, in, but I think if if the jokes were delivered in that dialect instead of English, I think mm. maybe they would have been funnier. Sure. Just because, I don't know, but it just felt odd. Yeah, um, I think that she was just like earnest and the humour that she used was like super earnest. It really, like, really. Oh yeah, you're an icebreaker. Like, yeah, teenagers little sister, little sister character. Like you're yeah. roasting your big brother. Yeah. Like, that's sick. Like she just roasted him for the whole film. Yeah, I think the, what, the performance that I would compare this to in a positive light um, is in 500 Days of Summer, the mentor yeah. figure is the little his little sister, Chloe, played by uh, Chloe Grace yeah. Moretz. And she's just like, it's it comes off as a very phony character because she's smarter than him and she's got like more mature than him even though she's like, you know, a teen or a tween and he's like a full-grown man. Well, and I think- Justin Gordon-Levitt is not really a full-grown <laughs> I mean, he's man. a shrimpo, he's, but he's whatever. Like <laughs> but I think that this movie kind of avoids that kind of weird trope of that character mm-hmm. and making them somewhat a mentor to them and somewhat their superior mentally but also uh they kind of their moments where they do need the help of the older brother by chadwick boseman and that yeah 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 um yeah, she was just great fun i loved like just how 
Just the bondness of her like driving the car mm. remotely. And so I was like, that's so sick. That was like such a badass. Um, yeah. You know who was a scene stealer? M'Baku. Uh, who's the dude from the the, the, the river tribe mm. that challenges um, T'Challa oh, yeah, yeah, early yeah, on, yeah, and then the they have to go to his aid later. The yeah, yeah, the mountain mountain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mountain. I thought he was, he was, his performance was awesome. He was fun, dude. He was real boss Nash style when yeah. they were when they had to go meet him and ask for his help. That he was real. Going, yeah, <laughs> that was real boss Nash. Yeah. And uh, I thought he was great. And I just love that little that we get to see a whole another area of Wakanda that, as well. Yeah, definitely. That that part in particular, that made, really made it feel like this big and mm. huge place. Yeah. I mean... Um, the different tribes within Wakanda. There's like a, really, a close yeah. to a quarter of the movie where Black Panther's assumed dead and is like lying on ice. Like, like that's kind Snow of White style. bold mm. to do. Like I, I thought, you know, for a movie called Black Panther, he wasn't in all of it. That was kind of... I like that. But it's because they've got such an incredible strong cast. Yeah, totally. I think yeah, you, know, like, you, you would have... You can do this. All, there would be so many complaints about cast being wasted and I think the only one you could really say that about is Angela Bassett because mm. she doesn't like punch anyone in the face or something <laughs> the heart-shaped <laughs> yeah. herb do you think there's more uh I don't know I, I loved that I loved that part where he's just fucking shit up when he's when he's taking it over I'm like yeah do you think there'll mm. be a like hey I save some moment or I kind of hope there may there's like no more because yeah. he once he takes the heart-shaped herb he has the power right it's well, like but he shits it, it out or anything well that's also the way he Contacts the spirit world. Oh, okay. I, I don't. Be... I don't want them to, rem- to remove that. But yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, I know I, it's I one of those you, things like, where I, I he, because it's such a powerful moment in the film for it to be kind of destroyed. That I think I don't know. It, I it would it suck to permanently to lose more. that. But I think if it's just like, hey, we've got some leftover, or it's, hey, look, it's growing again. I, I honestly thought it would be the post-credit, one of the post-credit yep. scenes that there'd be like a seed in the ground and it grows again, or the, yeah, the system Buck, revealed. Bucky has a flower garden. Yeah, yeah I hope <laughs> Tony, Stark, Tony Stark is just like, man, I've been able to make a synthetic version. Yeah, that'll that. happen. No, I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, you know. yeah. Um, and then um, the dude from Get Out who plays Okoye. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Kaluuya husband. was awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. I like their, their, their relationship too. I, I kind of wish it got explored a bit more. Yeah. But um, yeah. the fact that they were opposed. Mad- I mean, the movie's two and a half hours long. I, know, I think it's, true, it's exciting yeah. to have these little kind of, these hints at a greater, deeper story world than there already is in a lived-in story world. Yeah, it was an established without world. Without having to like, explore yeah. too much. We knew the characters. Yeah. Sorry, dude. It's <laughs> not, not that, a complaint. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to, you know. It's a classic Lucas world building with the universe. Exactly. I'm looking forward to seeing more of them in, in future seasons. Yeah, man. When I do watch Attack of the Clones, I want to sit in Dexter Jetster's diner the whole time. Like, I, I hope they view time. this as like almost a new franchise and yeah. you could make spin-off movies that don't even necessarily star Black Panther. Oh, man. That's like, a, that'd be a dream. It's like a Wakandan yeah, movie series could yeah. totally work. Because this is just such a f- terrific world and a terrific tone and it's something so different to like have like this kind of act af- like Afrofuturist world, which is something that I don't think really exists in film. Not like, at the you know, scale of budget of, anyway. Like it exists in like, you know, essays and yeah, art and movements, in political and movements. And music stuff, and books and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Have it, it, it's never been a multi-million dollar yeah. big budget mainstream film. It's insane that it's taken this long in a way, but it's like, I, I feel so happy that it's, it, mm. it, it's available and out there. Um, another complaint that I've heard that I do not agree with at all is that the movie would be completely unchanged if um, Everett Ross, Martin Freeman's character, was just removed from the movie. 
No, I don't think so because like we got to get that Bilbo Gollum <laughs> team up, man. That's that, why I want him. Oh, but you need him to like be the thing that pushes Wakanda into coming to uh, yeah. Also, the, the you, main stage. yeah, but also you, he acts as the audience almost, seeing yeah. seeing yeah. what Wakanda is capable of. Yeah, you know this place that he's never even heard of before, and he's yeah. kind of the guy too. That's like, oh, people from the outside aren't bad because he can't keep a secret. And he and he takes a bullet for he takes yeah, a bullet like he's like them, proves yeah. that. Yeah, they need each other. He's like, oh, the world isn't as bad. Like, he is the the outside that comes in and, yeah. you know, shows the Wakandans, oh, like, perhaps we can work with him. He's the, he's, he's the new, like, Philip Coulson. He's the new Coulson, exactly. Yeah. And I, li- I liked that they kind of dropped that he was, you know, ex- before he was CA, he was, a, he was pilot. a pilot. Yeah. And that, you know, using when he becomes Anakin at the end is, is like, that, that was actually really, really good. Yeah. And they even had the callback to like the Iron Man movies where they have like suit integrity, 29%. Yeah. yeah. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Like when he's as, getting, the, the room's getting shot at. Yeah, totally. I, I do like the way they structurally kind of work his character in because uh, at the, like we are introduced to Wakanda before we see it through his eyes. So we kind of get an idea of what Wakanda is and, and like establishing this kind of really grand story world that we're in now. Yeah. And then by bringing him later on, we're able to see how how that relates to our real world, the world that we live in and the world that, or the way that we understand the yeah. MCU universe. While we also get it from Killmonger's perspective mm. at almost the same time too. So exactly. you have these two newcomers to Wakanda, yeah. both of whom have built up this idea of what Wakanda is in their yeah. head. Yeah. One is and completely surprised, the other one is just like super angry. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think it, those two characters like work, work really well together. Yeah, they work in tandem. Like you both kind of need them to arrive at that same time. Mm. Uh, actually, I, apparently, like, I mean... The like uh, Carol Danvers who plays Captain Marvel. Mm. Um, no, she is Captain Marvel. Brie sorry, Larson plays. Yep, you're right. Fuck. Um, but she before, honestly, dude, you goofed it. <laughs> do I even read comics? Um, but before she was Captain Marvel, she was in. Uh, she was a pilot as well. Yeah, in the army. Um, yeah, Air that's Force, right. and we know that Captain Marvel's going to be set during the nineties. Yeah, and oh, hope, I didn't know I that. Hope we that's get, awesome. We, we get like yeah, a de aged Martin Freeman. Yeah, we Whoa. will for sure. In, in yeah, right. too, we came back from the office, man. We're getting two eyed um, Nick Fury for sure. <gasps> yeah, that's DH two eyed. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a so period thing, and it's about the dude. Scrolls, we're gonna get right? freaking cranberries yeah. making a full on. Oh wait, oh, no, dude, shit. I did, as I said, that I didn't realize. Soon. Oh yeah, Damn that's it. right. R.I.P. Mm. Wakanda forever. Well then, <laughs> zombie forever. We get freaking De La Soul to do a, an album with them. Jay Z, baby, yeah. get Ridley behind that camera. <laughs> Who is no, directing um, two people. Captain Marvel? I'm, not, I'm not sure. Yeah. The people that did com- uh, like sm- smaller comedy things, I think. Not the people that did um, f- uh, Little Miss Sunshine. No. Okay. No, no. It's not them. Hold it's... for plane and we'll figure out who it is. Jay-Z says Little Miss Sunshine in his verse on Rihanna's umbrella. Really? Little Miss Sunshine, Rihanna, hear about right, Little you Miss Sunshine, Greg Kinnear, <laughs> Johnny Collette. Steve Carell. Just names the entire cast <laughs> yeah. of Little Miss Sunshine. Abigail Breslin. You're looking up the, the director? Yeah, directors. It's Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Um, they Bowden have... and Fleck. They have. Uh, they are known for Half Nelson. They directed that movie, which is like twelve Half years Nelson? old. Half Nelson. What else um, have they done? That's it. What about the other half? With the Goss. Gosling. The mm. Goss Man. Yeah. The Goss Man. Some episodes of Billions. <laughs> with Paul Giamatti, my least favorite. What did Paul Giamatti do to you? Um, so he curious. just was just annoying. He's <laughs> annoying. He's always sweating in movies. <laughs> Give the guy a pat down before letting him loose. 
Um, should we talk post credit scenes? One of them is like, you know, yeah. what, 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 what's going to happen to Wakanda in the future? Yeah, I was reading today that at one point that was the final scene of the movie and then they were switching between ending it on that or mm. Oakland, but then he decided, no, let's end on... Ryan Coogler's like, let's end on Oakland because yeah. it's much nicer like to end on a note where it's, you know, seeing an adult version of what you look like yeah. and doing something badass and then... It's yeah. almost, it also like yeah the the first post credit scene is just like the Iron Man ending which I kind of was like that's nice I am Iron Man you, yeah Alexi even lent over to me while we were watching and said I am Iron Man yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of appreciated that too I was like that's nice that the yeah definitely like yeah. it's so similar to that scene um, and then the the final credit scene is uh, the, um, the, the I mean it, I was kind we of, knew it was coming I was thinking about it the whole time mm. but oh, I, 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 when you finally see Bucky and where he's been hiding and he, that he's you know got his friends with Fury. She's um, like she's cured him, him by the looks yeah. of things. Yeah, and, and he's now going by the alias of White Wolf, which is a, a Marvel character that I've not read any any comics. No, featuring. but somebody who I know I know Red Wolf, but White, White Wolf. Wolf I was reading was someone that I think uh, he was an outsider that uh, Wakanda took Wakandans took yeah, in. Yeah. And he mm. like, donned a white version of the uh, Black Panther outfit. Oh, right. or, I know White Tiger. Fought alongside. Yeah, so. I'm just thinking, so they directed Sugar, which I don't know. Uh, it's kind of a funny story. Mississippi Grind and now Captain Marvel. Like such a okay, weird... cool. Yeah, filmography. It's kind of a funny story. That's the one with um, Mike Babiglia and a bunch of kids. Yeah. Oh. It's kind of funny. Mm. Hey, was Mike Babiglia in Last Jedi? No. Oh, uh, yeah, I think he played... There's a guy that... American there, brother. I meant to look it up, but I always forgot. There's a guy in um, uh, in the... Uh, like, with the Rebellion. Um, yeah. Before they get, like... Uh, before everyone gets sucked out. Mm. Before Akbar carks it. There's a guy that totally looks like Mike Viglia. Really? Dude, yeah, yeah. He should have played Poe Dameron, and when he fucks <laughs> shit up, he goes, now what I should have said was nothing. <laughs> No, it it's wasn't a deep classic card. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, wow. Throw you this American life heads out there. Yeah, any of those guys enjoy my and the sleepwalking hit. movie. Is he sleepwalk? Yeah, and his improv movie about improv. I s- yeah, interesting guy. <laughs> Just kidding. He's <laughs> <laughs> actually pretty boring. Yeah. Um. So we've got the next one we get is Avengers: Infinity War. Mm. Um. I don't want to predict what's going to happen in that movie. I want to predict what do you think the post credit scenes of Infinity, of, of Infinity War? War are going to be. Fuck, because I don't know. That's the next... This is the end of phase Phase 3. No, it's yeah. not. The, it, oh, Ant-Man versus Wasp. And Ant-Man then and the Wasp. fourth Avengers. Mm. There's still some more in Phase what? 3. The the fuck, phase really? 4 starts with Homecoming too, like the new Spider-Man. Yeah, wow. Oh my gosh. This phase 3 is very long. Yeah, Phase 3 is super long. Well, I believe um, the children are the future and we will see more from the Spider-Man I think post credits for like the second Avengers will be like, oh, it's a shame that like Avengers Tower was destroyed. Mm. But oh, look, this this young family called the Richards are moving in, and yeah. I think they're gonna like hint could... at like Fantastic Four and X Men, and maybe that, that, I that's, think that's so that's far away. One. I reckon there's gonna be a Namor. Um, yeah, yeah. Who owns that? Universal owns Namor. Uh, no, apparently Marvel owns it again now. Going back, I um, was thinking it would be something like you know Peter Parker. He's just like. Damn, well, I got to get back to school after all this shit that I've been up to. Gets back and like, hey, did you hear we got a new science teacher? His name's weird. His name's Dr. Octopus. <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> that, I think that'd be cool. Get out from Melina again. Octavius. Yeah. Who would you cast as Doc Ock? Um, Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Honestly, he was the first thing that copped <laughs> No, he's already been the rhino. He's, he's already been the yeah. rhino and he sucked out. Josh Gad. 
Oh, yuck, you just killed me to say Josh yeah. Gad as Doc Ock. Isn't he rumoured for Penguin in the DC movies or something? Oh, that'd be so funny. I don't know. Oh, Doc Ock. God, I don't know. are you serious? No, it wasn't. Remember Arnie was originally uh, playing him in the James Cameron uh, oh, that Spider-Man? Would be, that actually would be dope. With Leo DiCaprio and um, Arnie as Man, Doc Ock. Man, Leo as Doc Ock would be sick. Now, yeah, yeah. Leo could do a Actually, Nathan movie. Lane. I'll say, I reckon Nathan Lane. <laughs> if you're going, if you're going, Josh Nathan Gad, go Lane. to the original and get go get the Nathan original Lane. Josh Gad, the original Broadway, it's the Broadway it's in Nathan Lane's singer. Twitter bio. It says the original at Josh Gad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be dope. Actually, the only frozen he's having a margaritas, maybe. <laughs> I think the, I think you got to avoid um, having an old man. Uh, you got to go young. Old you gotta man, go sexy. Well, I know just like, like, like after, after having the vulture, <laughs> after having the vulture, yeah, I, it would be so cool if they if they go like a a, a young yeah. like school aged villain, like that 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 could be the same. I hope they get Deadpool, <laughs> Principal Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool becomes a principal. That would be awesome. And then Peter looks at the camera and it ends on "Here We Go Again," and yeah. that's like the post credit scene. No, and then I don't know. DMX plays. <laughs> Um, I, 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 I don't know. I'm still thinking about Black Panther. Wow. Uh, do you think Wakanda's going to feature heavily in Infinity War? Yeah, definitely. We already know that, that there's a Lego set based oh, in Oh, yeah. man, say um, no more. But, but the, I think like one of the, it's going to be like one of the, in the first like hour. A, the oh, big, yeah. Have you seen the trailer? The, the big yeah. battle that takes place in Wakanda. We know yeah. that that's okay. where Cap goes. Cap gets War given machine. a new shield there. Yeah. Um, shield. That's by the looks of it. He's got like two, Ooh. I think, in the trailer. Um, and, uh. Yeah, and Bucky's there. post credit scene. I thought it... post credit scene for Infinity War. Yeah. They're like, man, we're being so beaten right now. This is bad. You see this guy walk in, a cigar drops, and then Hugh Jackman goes, Bob, I hear you needed me or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, he goes, go fuck yourself. Yeah, Hugh Jackman joins that MCU. He's like, a kid. A kid drops a, the first F-bomb of the MCU universe. Yeah. yeah. And then it kills Thanos. turns around and goes, this guy again? I don't think so. Who says that? Deadpool, man. Yeah. Principal like, Deadpool. Yeah, Principal, Principal Deadpool. Deadpool. Uh, come in, you've got detention, and yeah, you're going to have to eat 1,000 chimichangas. <laughs> while, I, while I teabag you. <laughs> come on, I'm going to pony, you know. Do a shot from my scrotum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's viral marketing for the new Deadpool. Yeah, man, Deadpool 2. What is it called? Oh, like, scrote shots or something? Deadpool. T- Deadpool. Or- no, it has a name. They're called... <laughs> I just remembered then. What's it called? A bird bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Missed opportunity with the vulture. If yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck. Bird bath. Yeah. How the fuck do you come up with that as a name for it? I don't it? know. I didn't go to a private school. <laughs> it's kind of weird what happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm really pumped for Infinity War. I was speaking to someone the other day about mm. it and they were like, just not up right there. Like, no, nah, it's going to be too much. I'm back on board now. I yeah. think um, I'd kind of fallen off the MCU, kind of not being interested in them. I didn't see Guardians of the Galaxy t- Volume 2. You haven't seen it cinema. yet? I've seen it since. I did really like it. Mm. Uh, Doctor Strange, I didn't watch. And then I saw it on Neto and I didn't really enjoy it that much. I just found the character yeah, then, of Stephen Strange so unlikable. Yeah, like I, I mean, just never... I've saw it twice now. I'm like, I just don't care for him mm. at all. I think he's like... A, not a great character. Oh, so you have you have rewatched it? Recently. Yeah, because I've been rewatching. Damn, I was looking you. forward to you like going like, oh, it is pretty good actually. It was mm. it was better than I thought at the cinema, uh, especially watching them all together and seeing little like you know 
Infinity yeah. Stone stuff. But all in all, it was like to me, it's so insignificant to mm. the other films. I don't know. He just he's just not likable yeah. to me. Whereas Tony Stark, he is likable despite being a dickhead. I just found him to be like a dickhead. Right. Like he's, I I don't know mm. if it's Benedict Cumberbatch. Freaking Doctor House. Yeah, I don't know if it's because he's just I don't know. If it, I especially I, they let him give his British accent. I can like. Mm. You know, Joaquin Phoenix was going to be him up until oh, like that would be the last minute. Too good, I think. Yeah, that would have been really. I like couldn't help but watch knowing Let's that. Let's shoot off freaking William H Macy, dude, or someone, <laughs> some real one. He should from be there. Doc Ock. Oh, that would be cool. Doc, he should have been Uncle Ben if they cut back, just because I want to see him and Marissa Tomei boning out. I'm into that. Yeah, I think. Um, I think my expectations are at a good level for getting into Infinity War now because yeah. I think, you know, hot off original Avengers, I was like, I can't wait to get all these team-up movies again. Then Age of Ultron, from around then, my interest in the MCU started going down again, mm. not really enjoying it. There'd be like blips of happiness when I like enjoy Ant-Man or Homecoming. Guardians or whatever. Homecoming I loved. Ragnarok or Ragnarok, I was going to say. Ragnarok. I didn't really dig that as much just because I felt a little bit still too beholden to. I'm, I'm looking forward the to seeing franchise. it again. I, I think, bought yeah. it sitting on my uh, Apple TV. Like, I'm let's ready to watch. Bros, let's just hit let's do a play. commentary. Yeah. Um, I'm ready to watch I it think, again. I mean, just even Doctor Stephen Strange being in that kind of pissed me off. Really? Wow. Yeah, so I hate doctors. I just don't like the doc. <laughs> and I think um, if we. I don't know. When we're getting into it now. I think, I think maybe I'm in a better place now to accept these worlds living together because we are getting the cool dudes back together. Like, you know, we're getting freaking Hawkeye. Hawkeye's back. I love Hawkeye. Getting... I think he's my favorite MCU character. Really? Yeah, man. <laughs> Rewatching them all, I'm like, I'm so Hawkeye. I love him in he's Thor. Great. Hate him in Avengers because he's freaking bad boy. He hated himself in Avengers. Yeah. He was like. So upset. Yeah, and then in Age of Ultron, he's like, ah, I've done this before. He comes straight back. No mind control for me, thanks. He's he's so quippy and funny. He's great in Civil War. He's so good. He's so good. I I think he's great. I I dig Renner. (laughs) I'm a Ren man. Yeah, Renaissance man. man. (laughs) Love Jeremy Renner. Congratulations on the success of Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Yeah, he he can have my locker all he wants and hurt it because I think he's (laughs) so, such a a breath of... He makes my squirt locker. <laughs> That's all I'll say. He makes me zero dark hoodie. <laughs> He's not even in that. <laughs> but the same director. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's going to be like interesting to see them pull this off because I think if you go, if I, I, I would rank the, the the phases of yeah. Marvel. I love to rank at the moment. Oh, yeah, I love ranking. 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 Um, but um, uptown top ra- top ranking. It's a reggae reference for oh, three yeah, people. Um, bro, we watched um, Black Panther, Not Cool Running. <laughs> <laughs> we just got, we just listened to rap this week. Okay, you got to like give us a heads up. Um, but uh, how would you rank the phases so far? I like phase three the best. Three's way up the top for me. Yeah, then I've, one, then I've, two. So I've watched mm. them all again from start yeah. to finish for the first time ever. Because uh, he always would hit stop with 10 minutes to go yeah. during his first watch. Yeah, no, I'd leave. I'd just leave the cinema. I didn't know about post credit scenes. Mm. I was like, I'm out of here. I've got to get the car. you got to get back to it. Um, some I've seen multiple times, but I'd say like probably two thirds I've only seen once. Mm. And rewatching it, it's been like incredible, but also just a like amazing feat that they've pulled off and still so, like goes without saying, when I say they, I mean Marvel Studios and Disney. Yeah. 
compared to the like still absolute like DOA clusterfuck that's whatever DC films mm. are doing. Like and Fox's X Men stuff too. But also like, yeah. why wouldn't you look at this and just copy that blueprint? Like, don't try to do the team up movie as the second yeah. film because like, they have it in their heads that their fans want something different. They want darker. They want gritty. They want grounded. They really don't. Like they have, we have it, that. It's called I the Dark Knight trilogy. Could have been possible to start with the Justice League film because those characters we don't necessarily need to know their backstories for. Whereas Marvel, we did need to need know their backstories. But I think they just fucked it. Yeah, people are like, he's a movie. He's an Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't know who Tony Stark was until. At the end of the movie, he was like, I'm Tony Stark. I didn't know who Tony Stark was until Iron Man 3. (laughs) Really, dude? Iron Man 3, is that phase 2 or 3? First of phase 2. Phase 2, okay. For me, it's hard to kind of pick a phase because there's a lot of favourites I have in amongst movies I don't really Phase 2 has some of my favourites like Winter Soldier. Yeah, I love Winter Soldier. Guardians. Guardians. And Iron Man 3. I really like Iron Man. I love Iron Man 3. Yeah. And I think... So it's kind of... I'm very up and down. For me, the only dud of Phase 2 is Age of Ultron. That's yeah. to me is the thing that oh, lets so, down. So you, you enjoyed um, Thor The Dark World more on second uh, this, this time around? Um, oh, I think I preferred Age of Ultron to Thor The Dark World. Mm. So that's Thor The Dark World, just because I'd seen Ragnarok and I know what Chris Hemsworth and Thor are capable yeah. of. Should be, yeah, yeah. And then going back to The Dark World where it's like pretty serious. Like he doesn't, play the, he doesn't play the dummy as much though. I've got to say like the Loki mm. and Thor subplot. It's mm. great, so good. And where the- they use each other's like history of hating each other to trick uh, the villain. Like, mm. it's great. Like, just, yeah, get Thor and Loki on screen together is just brilliant. Like, the best Th- Thor the Dark World has my, one of my favourite MCU scenes ever where Loki's um, imprisoned and he's, he, he's tricking everyone so they, they see him pristine. And, oh, yeah, and then he's and then like he, 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 he drops, dirty, covered in blood. He drops a charade, yeah, because mm. his mother's just died. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love that. A, I love great. that moment. Um, yeah, that's... The Age of Ultron's like the true dud, I think. Yeah, it's a stinker, man. It's a shit. Nate Whedon movie. got the boot and me, like, yeah. you know, that was just not. He was he couldn't do it. Not even James Spader could save that movie. Spader was the best thing about it. Yeah, I um, think um, Phase Three. Every movie I think has been terrific. I, I got to go back and watch Civil War because I remember kind of liking it, but being a bit fatigued I by, love by Civil that War. point. So. I don't know. I'm excited to kind of go back and see them all, but I, I, I can't rank them. I can't rank them as a Phase 3 for me. I think, I think it, yeah, Phase 3. Then maybe Phase 1, just because it was like... No. It started the whole thing. And I love that first... Uh, the Captain America first Avenger. Oh, it's all, I love Captain it. America is so fun. I love Iron like, Man. It's such a... Iron Man's unbeatable. It's a great I am movie. Iron Man. Wait, the I am Iron Man. Hang on a second. You are Iron, Iron Man? Iron Man? <sighs> I am Killmonger and Ironmonger. <laughs> Why do they have Monger in all these like villains' <laughs> names? It's, it's, it's great. Look, Phase 3 is... Oh no, Doctor Strange is the dud for stage, Phase 3 It's Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, Homecoming Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant-Man and Wasp Captain Marvel and Avengers 4 Fuck, that's so, so crazy So we're halfway through it Like there's still wow. like four <laughs> movies to come out of Phase 3 And then Spider-Man 2 is Phase 4 Yeah, right, wow I can't wait for the new Venom flick Bro, best trailer <laughs> ever Dude, it's Eddie, awesome, man Eddie Brock on motorbikes Have you seen the um, people taking footage of Tom Hardy running around like no. on on like I, I was like do, they were doing some like on like you know uh, running through some neighborhood as yeah. Venom and it's just him going like <laughs> <laughs> you're kidding oh it's really wow. funny yeah. okay I mean yeah I don't care about that I have no interest in that film I'm just I'm more interested in like 
behind the, the scenes and like yeah. yeah why Amy Pascal is just, just so contractual stuff just like we've got to make a movie with this yeah. character to keep the character but she's not she's not there anymore she's not at Sony she's a, she's there but she's in a lesser role oh okay and but it's Spider-Man that's her that's still her thing oh okay yeah yeah remember but that, everyone is that because she was doing they, they were doing press around Spy, um, mm-hmm. Homecoming and um Kevin Fieri was there. Guy F- Kevin Fieri. Kevin Fieri. <laughs> Guy Fieri's older brother. Yeah. We all know. Um, and uh, and Amy, pa- Amy Pascal just starts like talking about how it, the, the, all these movies that Sony are doing are still connected to the MCU. Mm. And Kevin's like, fuck. But they're like, not. They're, yeah, now they're, know, it's yeah. been confirmed they're not. And like, they'll have Brutal. so many characters, but just not Spider-Man. Like the fucking thread, if, if you may, that connects them all together, which is so stupid. Yeah, don't, the, don't worry everyone, they've got Silver Sable. Yeah, they've got Silver Sable and Black Cat. Like, who gives a shit? Put them in the MCU. Put them where they belong. Disney should just buy Sony. <laughs> Disney oh, should no, buy my house. Too scary. <laughs> Disney, uh, James Bond ride at Disney World would be sick though. Mm. <laughs> Quick, follow me. <laughs> keep going, keep going. I'm Can sold so far. <laughs> so look, follow me. Look, Marvel's had this thing. Uh, I'll touch this with like Angela Bassett. Like they get like iconic actors mm. to, you know, be uh, in 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 roles, which is usually like a uh, a mentor figure or a mm. like not never the t- t- title character, but Dream. Anthony Hopkins, yeah, Anthony Robert, Hopkins, Redford, Robert Redford, Michael Pena, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bridges, or Michael Douglas, uh, yeah. yeah, Michael Pena for sure. <laughs> yeah. CGI'd my young Michael Douglas at the yeah. start Vin, of Ant Man. Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel as um, Grook. Yeah, <laughs> who would you like to see? Like, which actor, the like, big bald actor or actress, wow. would you like to see as part of the new phase? Well, I remember that Al Pacino said that he loved Guardians of the Galaxy and wanted to be in one of those. He should I mean, be a Ravager in one of the... Well, what are you saying over there? <laughs> Ooh, like he'd be the new Ravager guy. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, how good is it that Sylvester Stallone's in the MCU? Oh, man, that just makes me that. so happy. I just want them to follow that path and just do more sly movies there. Um, I want John Goodman. Oh wow! Oh, as I like, watched but like big, last big night. barking, angry yeah. John Goodman in a play, like not as like a monster, as like a human. Yeah, like, maybe yeah. as like the president. Well, I watched Ten Cloverfield <laughs> yeah. again the other night, and I was just like, "Bad John Goodman is so good." Like, oh yeah, evil yeah. John Goodman is great. I want to get Kathy Bates as J. Jonah Jameson, dude. Whoa, <laughs> that would be actually pretty yeah, that'd cool. be great. Yeah, yeah that'd be killer. I want and whatever. I want Tom Cruise in the MCU somehow. I think he'd be fucking bonkers yeah. good. Yeah. He was going to be Iron be Man. Awesome. He was into. He was going to be Iron Man for. Oh, a while. that would have been Iron sick. Man. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'm Iron Man. <laughs> that would be dope. I'm trying to think who are the roles that have yet to be filled. Maybe it's like um, the Fantastic Four. Get freaking Michael Chiklis back as the <laughs> as the thing. Get all those. Get old Michael B. Jordan yeah. back. Just unexplained. No, get Chris Evans and yeah. Michael B. Jordan <laughs> to play them. To play Mr. Fire the brother. Human Torch. Yeah. Just alternate scenes. Yeah. Just like, Jess Alba, man. Get her back. Get in. back. Um. Uh. Who was uh the villain in uh? Is it Galactus? No. Who, Galactus is a big Gal- cloud. Get get the cloud back. Bring the cloud. Do you know who? I, actually, I've got a serious one now. Who I would love to see in a Guardians of the Galaxy. Or like a fun one. Hey, Tom like Cruise that. was serious. I would say, I yeah, no, I agree, I agree. I mean, so was most of mine. <laughs> Kathy Bates was not that serious. But I would love to see in either Spider Man or Guns of the Galaxy. I would love to see fucking Eddie Murphy come back because I think he could That'd be, be nice. totally perfect. Eddie Murphy is J. Jonah Jameson. He oh, should... dude, that works. 
That's no, dead on. Eddie Murphy as the as the collector would be so much better than Benicio del Toro. Mm. Like him as yeah. like a wacky collector character. Yeah, so it could be so much fun. But uh, seriously, Eddie Murphy is J. Jonah Jameson. If you're listening, that's dope, yeah. man. That's really because it's good. comedic. It's it's him being a prick as well, yeah. like doing stuff that, yeah, he needs it because he could riff as well. Yeah. Oh, I just I'd love to see Eddie Murphy come back in one of these movies in such a big way. That'd be nice. I think totally he fits because, like, you know, look at, back at um, stuff like freaking Wild Wild West. <laughs> well, right? yeah. Look back at stuff like Daddy Daycare, Mulan. You know, Mulan, <laughs> but more, you know, more like Beverly Hills Cop. Like, I think that's like, yeah. dead on what Dave. these movies are. Dave, yeah, yeah, meet Dave. Pluto meet Nash. Dave. D- Dave is actually Kevin Klein. Fuck. That's the Kevin Klein movie. Um, Life. Yeah. That would be dope. Get freaking Martin Lawrence. Martin um, Lawrence, I don't want in the MCU. I want that in that Cuba. I do not want him in there. He yeah. was in it. There's a Marvel character called Black Knight, and Martin Lawrence made a movie, movie called movie. Black Knight. <laughs> where, where like a uh, like a gangster goes back in time. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. And like smokes weed or something. Yeah. with like knights. Um, the the problem is that like I feel like we keep thinking of like all these older actors, yeah. and there aren't that many like. Mm. Like characters that haven't already been filled, like yeah. older characters that I can think of, the prominent older characters yeah. in, in the MCU. That is Tom Cruise, Professor X. Shave that head, get him in a wheelchair, <laughs> wow. born on the yeah. 4th of July style. Yeah. Yeah, I guess when you bring all the mutants and stuff in it, then you've got a massive. You've got a whole Magneto situation. Yeah. You know what? I'm hoping another shipping, um, just like the ultimate Spider Man, Kitty Pride and Peter Parker wants that. Uh, maybe that could be an introduction. Is it a kid a, in school, Kitty Pride? That was the ultimate Spider Man uh, little take. Yeah. Yep. Did you, nice. you read that, Alexi? Nope. That's right. Alexi read comics for a, for a good year. I've read comics. It was a, a, good, it was year. a good year. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. You, but then he discovered you were, you were reading heaps for a while. I was reading heaps for a while, but I just got burnt out. I was reading too many Star Wars comics that I stopped liking almost all of them. The Thrawn one that came out last week was pretty good. It's I'm good? actually oh, reading yeah. Thrawn at the in? moment, the book it's based off, and okay. I've passed the point where the comic's set, and it's like, the timing's been great, but uh, yeah, mm. Thrawn's great. Like, bring your Thrawn into the canon... Kill a move. They gotta get him back in the MCU, man. Get Thrawn back. Thrawn in. is Thanos's boss. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? Um, the the daughter of Timothy Zahn, who wrote Th- mm. Thrawn, mm. has a podcast. Oh wow! Could my dad made a Thrawner? <laughs> oh my god! I think we need to end now. <laughs> That's really real good stuff. Amazing. That's uh, good. Hit shit. me up, MCU, if you need <laughs> new writers for Guardians of the Galaxy three, Deadpool two. Oh, yeah. Deadpool 3, I guess. Yeah. Kathy Bates, I'll put Deadpool listening. in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It's my first idea. Yeah, yeah, that's great. He joins the crew. It's funny. Yeah, it's and really then he's good. like, hang on a second. I was meant to be making my movie at this time. And he's like, who can I get to replace me? Get fucking Eddie Murphy as Deadpool <laughs> in Deadpool 3 while Deadpool's in the MCU. Actually, before we wrap up, I do. Now we're talking about. Get like, Eddie Murphy to play all the characters yeah. in the MCU. <laughs> Fat. <laughs> that's that's base style. Four. Phase four. It's phase just four. The, it just says the Eddie Murphy. Murphy cinematic universe. Yes. <laughs> you've the got EMCU. him. The clumps. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd wow. be great. Who, who needs the Avengers when you got the clump? Seriously, <laughs> they're just farting away Thanos. <laughs> oh. uh, well, Alexi, thank you so much for coming on this hey, splendid thanks, episode. It was so much fun hanging out. Great to be back. Whenever you guys will have me, please. Oh, please come back. Whenever we need someone that knows a thing or two about black cinema. <laughs> hey, man, Spike Lee, my favorite director of all time. I tell yeah, you my blackest friend. Is it two, two or three Spike Lee movies in yeah, your favorite? Yeah, two, a Twenty Hour yeah. and Do the Right and Thing. Old Boy remake. Yeah, and I love. I had Old yeah, Boy. Yeah, the original Old Boy. Yeah, that's yeah, it. and I said, man, I love Michael Imperioli in the Old Boy remake as his best friend. 
Yeah, that's um that remake. Sure, I mean it sure was something. Man, it freaking rocks. Um, so total <laughs> total reboot is yep. going to be uh, Alexi's new podcast when it starts in, very soon. Yeah, it's going to be starting in March. We will have new episodes. Uh, you can if you follow the stream of the Blank Slate Movie podcast, you'll get updated as soon as it comes out. Uh, we're also coming back for some cool shit with Mike Check this year that we're very excited to do. Uh, it's going to be crazy. We've got a new Deadpool movie coming out this year and, and it, two Mike Myers movies coming out it, this year. And it's a Michael Pena podcast. So yeah, what's Deadpool have to do with Mike Myers? We just um, said that he's the next Austin Powers. You we guys, said, again, just really stretching that Well, we out. said <laughs> that we. I have a theory that they're comedian, comedic messiahs every 10 years. They're, in the 90s, it was Austin Powers. In the... <laughs> 2000s Bo Rat and now in the 20 teenies what do we called have Bo Rat. I think Were you going to say Bowfinger you're still <laughs> thinking about Eddie Murphy yeah. I think Deadpool is the current messiah of wow. comedy who's the 80s Eddie 80s Murphy. is either Dice. we still don't know because there's a few we still like, don't know my research hasn't come through yet it's either Paul Hogan as one... Croc Dundee or Eddie Murphy as uh, Axel Foley in the Beverly Hills Cope 70s? Both 70s ago. was actually Marlon Brando Godfather. It's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. No, 70s was probably Arthur. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Dado. Yeah. Or Arthur, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we could trace it all the way back 60s, to the 1930s. Ringo Starr. <laughs> 1930s Charles Chaplin, man, hanging out there in the cinemas. Man, you guys watch every movie. I've seen almost every movie of MCU. <laughs> Except Guardians 2 at the cinemas. No, I did see it since. I watched it on Dendi Direct on my laptop and it was pretty good. That's great. Awesome. Do you get kickbacks from Dendi? Or... Unfortunately, no. They do the opposite. Yeah, me. they hate you. They hate me. Um, yeah, so that's... I've got they fucking cool hate me. I can't really talk about, but I got... Oh, who cares, um, I'm on the mix as well. You what? What was movies. that? I'm on the mix on ABC talking about movies. We've got another episode coming out um, just after the Oscars. Um, but I've, there's one on iView now where I'm talking with Kate Jinx and Jason DeRosso That's about right. the Oscar nominations. Wait, did you say there was one you can't country. talk about? There's some other shit. That who, who do you reckon's going to win? Say. Who's going to win the Oscar for Best Picture? Best Picky, I reckon my call at the moment is The Shape of Water because I think it. Uh, I think there has been some weird press coming around about three billboards that might take it out of contention now. Yeah, it has. And a... Shape of Water is that kind of safe, weird to say that movie's safe. But it's like that kind of safe, nostalgic celebration of cinema in Hollywood mm. that I think they do freaking gag. They love those it. Kind of but stuff. They, yeah. they masturbate in the bath over that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, they have a crank off. <laughs> Crustacean uh, off. Angus, pleasure doing this podcast with you. I love it. It's again. my favorite thing uh, on Wednesdays to do. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing of the week. Um, did, you, nice. did you bring back Greenlight Boys? Like you said uh, you were going got, to? Yeah, I, it, I was cancelled on. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Damn. can I just dunk, dunk well? done. I forgot. I've got That's Greenlight's Comedy Nights that you reminded me of because we have the same title. Greenlight's Comedy Nights is this Friday. We've got Zoe Coombs. We're getting headline. sued by uh, Alexi, yeah. so that's, <laughs> that's why. That's great. Yeah, They've that's generated right. more money this last fiscal year than us, and we're losing the name, and so that's what a... <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, no, what we do it. 10 bucks, Gala Club, 8pm. Um, Levens, it was a pleasure doing a podcast with you. Thanks so much for having me. And uh, if you want to listen to my other podcasts, you can uh, definitely check out that new episode of Old Raps, which is all about Black Panther, mm-hmm. Oakland, 1992. Probably my favorite episode of this podcast that I've done so far. There are, yeah. there are only four, but um, I'm figuring out the format of this and everyone yeah. I get, I, I, I get a bit closer to what it should be. Oh, it's uh, just like, excellent. just every time Ridley does a movie, go in there, go hit, now, record, yeah, hit record, get that can mic we, out. Can we do an American Gangster episode? <laughs>
Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, uh, if you if you like comic books, and that's the reason why you're listening to a podcast about Black Panther, I got another one called Serious You're a issues. fucking nerd. No, there's a oh, podcast. Oh, honestly, dude, fuck? that's not on. It's a it's safe, safe space. space. <laughs> Jinx. Safe space for me to call you a nerd. If you say safe, no, I spend way too much money on comics. If you say safe space three times in, in the mirror, <laughs> you get hired by pedestrian. No, if you say safe space three times, um, a Rotten Tomato score goes up on <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> gets high up. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Alexi, do you want everyone to enjoy their morning? Enjoy your morning. That's so nice. Beautiful. Now get out. <laughs> bye bye. If your metro don't trust you, I'm gonna sh- bam, bam, bam. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional, you have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.